A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Sitting in with uh, Mr. Jeff Lagerman this morning, and special guest Mr. Rick Hall. What's up, buddy? How we doing? Nice man? to see you, Chris Wayne, spinning the hits. Yo, yo, yeah. yeah we it's been a minute or two since we had Rick in uh, Southern Game and Tackle podcast. That's it. You and Dex. Me and Dex. Yes, y'all, sir. Y'all, y'all doing good? We are. We've uh, taken a little break through the summer. Both of us had a lot going on, but. With deer season coming up, you you can expect some new stuff. Yes, coming out. Wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. That doesn't make sense, though. It's deer season. Why would you guys start putting out podcasts <laughs> during deer season? Because <laughs> we finally have something to talk about. It's yeah. not softball, no, not work. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Well, yeah. um, how long ago has it been since we had you on? Oh, man, probably April, end of April, 1st yeah, of May. Okay. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so um, yeah. I was, when, I, when I was sitting there texting Rick, I was like, He's probably going to go be hunting somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, so when, I, when, I, when you said yes, I'm like, wow. Yeah, well, I was con- I was thinking about it. I was actually thinking about going hunting this morning. Then you texted, and I was like, no, I'm going to the show, and then I'll go hunting. After exactly. That. So, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. all the stuff in the truck. I'm, I'll am i be climbing a tree this afternoon. Well, and, and Rick is sitting in because uh, Captain Kirk has uh, got cowbells and pom-poms. He does, and- yep. You know, he's, he's the South uh, Florida, Southwest soccer Florida. grandpa. He, he's he, wearing his USF cheerleaders yes, outfit. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I like two games he went to this week. So Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. USF, USF, University of Southern Florida, which is where his granddaughter Maddie plays at. Mm-hmm. They have, I don't, is it a tournament? It, it must be. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know how soccer works. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know, but it sounds like call they're, it a they're, tournament? They're, they're pretty good anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like we 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 asked last last time he was doing this. Is is it a referee? Is it an umpire? Right, 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 right. Right? Is it? I don't. I don't have a clue. I'm not, I don't know anything about soccer. <laughs> okay, all right. Good. Is it an official? They do call it a tournament, though. I do know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's a pitch, not a field. It's a I pitch. Know that it's a pitch, not a field. Yeah. I didn't oh. know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. That's I've always heard of well, soccer. Well, as far fields. as I'm concerned, it's a field. That's I guess. It. I guess. It. In yeah. uh, I don't care about correct nomenclature. Europe, they would call it a pitch. 
Yeah, I, I you know some of the the real serious soccer people will get on you if you call it a field. Call it a field. Yeah, and I yeah. used to play well, a little rugby and real same thing there. Same. Yeah. Real soccer soccer people call it football. This is yeah, true. That's right. This yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. So that tells football. you a lot about them. Right. Any football. Yeah. Goodness. So I'm a little tired this morning, boys. Yeah, I can, a little tired. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got, yeah, I got uh, seat and ground though. Little dragon butt coming yeah. in here this hey, morning. Man, yawning. I was. Uh, he did. <laughs> I did too. When I, uh, you know, here's the crazy thing. I woke up yesterday, and that was probably like 4:50. And you know, like when you got something to do and you wake up. Yeah, you're done. And you ain't going back to sleep, no, you're right? Done. Yep. And I and I and I tried. I went back into bed yesterday, and I was like, you know. Yeah, that plan ain't gonna get done if you just, you know, take another hour and a half. And right. so I said, "All right, let me just get up, make some coffee, make some coffee, yeah. have a bowl of cereal, take my medicine, get an early start." Mm-hmm. I got lights on the tractor. You right. know, I got, yeah. I got lights going forward, and I got lights going back, so I can see the planner. Like a UFO out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, and uh, got a little delay in the morning yesterday. <laughs> I was just telling these guys, uh-huh. you guys, a story. And so um, I have a, uh, it's called a Great Plain 706 NT, which uh, for people that don't know, that's a no-till drill. Mm-hmm. For all the people that are experts on Facebook that uh, chimed in on our, our planting <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. Okay, that's uh, a, experts. That, let me repeat. That's a Great Plain 706 NT. Right. NT stands for no-till. Okay. <laughs> so I'd already had the seed loaded up and everything for last week. Ready to go. Ready to go. You know, back the tractor up, put the pin in, hook the hydraulics up, and let's go. I did all that. And I said, all right, let me raise it up and just check the depth adjustment here because, you know, I got some fields that I subsoil that mm-hmm. I talked about. Yep. And uh, go to move the, uh, the adjustment. And it's kind of a spring-loaded, uh, spring-loaded handle on the top. And then it's a there's a metal bracket that's on the back of the packing wheel, and so this block slides back and forth underneath, and it has it controls the depth of the packing wheel, which also controls the depth of the seed that gets planted. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so this block's about two, maybe a little bit over two inches, and it's you know it's a it's a pretty hard rubber block. Yeah. And so I go to lift this thing up to slide it because I said I'm going to make it a little bit shallower because we subsoiled fields are a little soft. I go to slide it, and literally the handle pulls out, and then and the, and the rubber that's below <laughs> falls to the ground. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> and I went, oh, how's that? <laughs> and it was completely dry rotted. Oh. And I was like, all right, so I got it. It's seven and a half foot, seven and a half inch spacings. I got ten of them. Mm-hmm. So I start looking at all the other ones, and I went, you got to be kidding me. They're all dry rotted. Oh, my God. I don't even have three of them. <laughs> so, so I guess last year yeah. when I planted mm-hmm. that uh, that was dry rotted last year, three of them just fell off somewhere. You know, because after you plant, you put it away. You don't even well, look at it. Right, you yeah. know, you hope, you know, you take the blower and blow it off, and you're done. I was like, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> I can't plant seed. Uh-uh. You know, and I, right. don't, I don't know how deep it would go without it, but you, you, you'll, yeah. you'll mess the planter up because the, the, the packing wheel would run up and hit metal on metal. And it, it, it just, it would screw the whole planter up. It right. would damage it. Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know, what would MacGyver do? 
<laughs> what would Schulte do? <laughs> and there's a lot of people that have like, who's MacGyver? Right. Yeah. You guys know who MacGyver is? Absolutely. Are you oh, kidding? 100%. Watching Absolutely. Are you kidding? All right. Yeah. So yeah. Chris, Chris, explain uh-huh. to people who MacGyver is. All right. So MacGyver was, uh, well, it was a TV show on ABC back in, uh, I want to say, uh, late 80s, early 90s. And MacGyver was a. What was his occupation? Uh, what did he like an investigator or I, something? Well, I, I think I honestly I think that he was also kind of masqueraded as sort of a teacher, like a college professor or something okay. maybe. But he was but but he always wound up in these in these adventures and whatever. And so he was an action guy, but he wasn't really like a fight 'em action guy. He used his brain to figure out all kinds of cool contraptions and things to get out of jams and catch people and do all kinds of what stuff. What he could do with a piece of aluminum with, with a foil. paper clip it was amazing. and <laughs> duct tape <laughs> and <laughs> aluminum foil, <laughs> right. yes, and a random solar panel. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he could take all of those things and literally make some kind of miracle invention. Yes, that would crack a safe or right. But you know. now the cool thing is that the stuff actually worked. Like the stuff that he would do. Was like scientifically legit. Yeah, isn't that right? I mean, I, I yep. heard that that a lot of the things that he did, they the people went and I guess it's like uh, they verified it and they would say, "Can that actually work?" You know, because what's that show that they had on Discovery? Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Thank you. Yeah. Right. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Look at that. Good yeah. lord, boy! Thank you guys you, are tracking. I yeah. mean, <laughs> wow. I thought it was gonna. I was gonna be sitting there, and your guys, no, nope, can't think of it. Nope, <laughs> Rick, MythBusters, right away, MythBusters. So, so they did. Th- they used to do that thing to MacGyver, and he would. And a lot of things that he did were they legit. Would prove it, yeah. They were legit. So anyway, so I started thinking, what would MacGyver do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here I have the official rundown. Okay, by what do you the got? way, okay, so so Angus Mac MacGyver, that's his name, the title character of the show. What's the name of the show? Uh, MacGyver okay. was the, was the name of the show. show. Yes, right. yes. Okay, and uh, he is shown to possess a genius-level intellect, proficiency in multiple languages, superb engineering skills, excellent knowledge of applied physics, military training in bomb disposal techniques, and a preference for non-lethal ref- resolutions to conflicts. He worked for the fictional Phoenix Foundation in Los Angeles, which in the original series was an independent think tank, and in the 2016 reboot is a clandestine government organization using the cover of a think tank. Uh huh. Uh huh. The most interesting go. man in the world. Yeah. Yep. And he always carries a Swiss Army knife and refuses to carry a gun. And and he uh-huh. could do anything with that he, Swiss yes. Army yeah. knife. That's I mean, right. It's like it's like most kids that grew up like me that had any. If you grew up at that time frame, you would have a, a Swiss Army knife knife with you all the time, or you would have a multi tool. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if MacGyver were born a little bit later, would he have a multi tool? He would have a, have a, now totally instead, have a yeah, multi tool, sure. right? For sure. <laughs> instead of a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. So, what did you do? So, I started looking at it and uh, I said, there's got to be a way. And so, I, I was looking at, in basically, this packing wheel is it's kind of like on a triangle. So, there's a hinge that creates a triangle to mm-hmm. the packing wheel, which is on the end of this le- uh, you know, lever. And I said, there's, so basically, all the rubber stopper does is it, it slides back and forth and it, it limits the angle of the triangle, or it makes it bigger or makes it smaller based on depth. So I said, well, there's got to be something that gets put in there somehow and held in there to act as a rubber stopper. And so I started looking. So, well, you know, of course, you guys know me. I'm, I'm a wood guy. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can build anything with wood. 
And so I, I got wood laying around, of course. And I said, what if I slid a piece of wood in there? So I said, well, you know, to go across and it would stop it. And I, so I put it across. And I said, yeah, but there's no way to attach that piece of wood that way. And I said, well, what if I put a piece of wood in there and then put screws down through the holes that are the adjustment pin was at? And I said, yeah, that might work. Mm-hmm. So, so I said, well, I got to cut a piece of wood to go in there. So I said, well, well let, me, let me just see how kind of thick this piece of wood I got. I got a couple here that are like one inch, you know. So I slide one in there. It doesn't work. And I said, you got to have something like a two-by-four thickness. Mm-hmm. I said, well, a two-by-four won't fit in there. And I, and I look over on my table, and I, I got a piece that I had ripped down about, you know, two and three-quarters, three inches. And I said, that might fit in there. So I go over, and I stick it in there, and it fits in there perfectly. You know, and it's about, right. you know, it's like two, and a, two, two and a half feet long. Right, so all you got to do is. That's why you save every scrap of piece of wood. <laughs> that's right. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I said, that'll work. So I stuck it in there, and I moved it forward backwards, and then I took, I had one rubber stopper left that looked like it was semi-intact. It would just give me the depth, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. I put it in there and had it where I, I had had it at previously, and then I moved the lever and I said, all right, I got to get it to where it's about stopping there. So I take that two by four and I slide in there, move the lever, yeah, no, slide in there a little bit more, push it up, no, a little bit more, slide it, boom. I said, oh, that's it right there. I said, if my little pieces of wood are about four inches long, and I said, they can be flush right on the end. So I went inside, cut 10 pieces, got a box of one inch and a quarter, uh, self tapping wood screws, and cordless drill, put them in there. I said, all right, let's see what it'll do. So I put the cordless drill in the bucket of the tractor, wrapped in a towel. said, if I got to adjust on the fly, I got to adjust on the fly, go out there with a flashlight, because it's, it's still like 6 a.m. Right. Because I was up at O-Dark 30. Jeez. And, uh, and hit the first plant and make a strip about 100 yards long, stop, jump out, flashlight, and start checking. I said, Oh, uh, money. MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Redneck engineer. Yes, indeed. Uh, but I'll be calling Great Plains up this week <laughs> saying, what in the world are y'all doing? That wood might last longer than the rubber, though. Yeah. I, yeah, but the hard part about the wood is you can't adjust it on the fly. Yeah, right. Got you it. know? Yeah, because it's, it's. Well, in, in, the, in the contact, the wood is fine, but the rubber keeps, you know, when it hits the metal, it keeps a lot of that. That hard stop, you know, it, and Absorbs that's some of the that shot. can be hard. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. So I got uh, I got everything planted yesterday, so I'm fired up. The soil moisture was good, weather was good, and uh, weather in the morning times up there is like beautiful, amazing, beautiful. Man, man I I sat on the uh, porch three or four mornings this week and just kind of like thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Rick, you and I were talking about you know July and August was just brutal. And to have some type of cool weather is just, I I don't know that I've ever enjoyed it as much as I did this week. I mean, seriously. You know the worst part about yesterday? Is leaving? Buddy, (laughs) I got done, and I'd say it's, you know, 7.30, 7, 7.30, 7.7-ish. Yeah. And, of course, I'm covered in dust. Of course. You know, because if the day wears on, things get dry. You know, I, was, I got a shower, shower, like, you know, even cleaning the nose out. You know, it's like brown. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I, I got to take days. a shower. And I've actually thought about not showering, driving all the way home. I said, no, that would make a miserable drive. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to take a shower. So I go in, I you know, strip down and go to the outdoor shower. And I feel it. And, like, and you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's not dark, but it's getting 
you know, the, you can see the sun setting. Yep. And it's like 69 degrees. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Can I just fix a drink and sit on the porch? Yeah, was well, just do, yeah, exactly. Was well, by the way, was Burl with you? No. Oh, my dog. No, my dog lost ten pounds this week. <laughs> I, I mean, she has just been fancy. Yeah. Did so your dog give you a dirty run, look yeah. when you decided to load up to come back? Uh, she stayed. Her and Carrie stayed. Uh, oh yeah, nice. yeah. They were like, you, you, you go ahead. You got things to do, but we're we're, we're Merle, good. Merle, Merle. <laughs> when we go up there, swear God. He doesn't want to get in the truck. I gotta go. I literally. Oh, yeah. I gotta go. Absolutely. Walk over to him because yes. he because does he does he give you the pouty face? He gives me the pouty yeah. face, yep. and he's twenty yards away, and he I, won't come to I, me. I, I, right. Fancy's the exact same way. You could have a milk bone the size of Texas oh, in your hand, and he ain't coming yeah. to me. Fancy will sit on that porch, and, and her ears get low, and, and her eyes and she give you the sad look. Yes. Like, no, I, I don't. I don't want to go. Know. I'm like, come on, Fancy. We got. <laughs> Can I please stay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I I couldn't I couldn't drag her or carry back when i walked out on that porch that was a look on my face that's the way i feel oh, when it's time uh, to leave the woods and yes in the next segment i got i got a really good fancy story she saved my rear end um Uh-oh. this this week and uh was was very grateful to my dog oh yeah 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 so, like for real saved you yeah yeah i no mean way. i i i i, I it could it could have been ugly, yeah. And uh, I I went with my instincts, and I thought something's not so something's not right. Why is she acting like this? You know. And uh, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk. All right, about, well, let's uh, let's do weather yeah. and the tides, and then uh, we'll get rolling here today. Uh, weather brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the Bearded Pig, and uh, I, I it had to be blowing yesterday, right? Oh. Yeah, it was blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah. every bit of fifteen to twenty up yeah, there it, in Georgia. It, it was it was twenty to twenty five with gusts up to thirty out of the Ooh. north. You know, on on the intercoastal and on the beach. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was getting with it. All right, uh, so tropical storm Ophelia mm-hmm. is continuing to track northward to the northeast of the region today. How far offshore is that? From here, yeah. Um, I haven't seen. So, so it's 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 not it's not offshore of here. It's it's northeast of us. Northeast of us. Yeah. Okay. It um, started here. Oh, oh, that's the one. I didn't know it. I didn't yeah. know it formed into a storm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was uh, an area to be watched, and then when I last time I saw yeah, it, it had a red X, which indicated fifty percent chance of right or greater exactly. of turning into a yep something. Yep. Yep. All right. So that's uh, moving away. So what does that mean for us? Uh, small craft advisory in effect through this afternoon. Today, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming northeast 5 to 10 in the afternoon. Seas 5 to 7 feet. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, southwest winds around 5 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Going to nothing. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Nothing. I know. I've been looking and at And when that, it says, now let me say that again. Yeah. Southwest winds around 5 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon. They don't even put a number on the southeast. Right. Like variable, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's like money. Yeah. To fish. Not oh, to hunt. My, my goodness. Um, question mark here before I continue. Uh, we had northeast. Yep. Okay. Now it's going to southwest. Yep. Is tomorrow the day to hit the inlets or the beaches for the mullet run? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no question. I mean, it's been, it's been totally 
hit or miss on the wallet run. I mean, okay. one day it's like, oh my God. And, and, uh, you but know, a good day to look tomorrow. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep, so yep. Monday, east winds five to 10 knots, seas two to three. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning, then a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tuesday, east winds five to 10, becoming northeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Not for long, though, because Tuesday night is east. At 10 to 15, but Wednesday goes back to northeast 10 to 15. Uh, yeah, so, so, so tomorrow, tomorrow's a good day, and uh, your, your tide's brought to you by Angie Subs. Uh, you so got, uh, uh, Dylan got a free sub this week. Oh, his birthday? He had a birthday. Nice. Yeah, 23. Yeah, of course. Means I'm old. Yeah, <laughs> means you're old. I know. Yeah, you got a, a low tide coming up this morning. At basically 9 o'clock, it's 847. And it's 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 a normal tide. Uh, it's not it's uh, not a it's um like right right at zero. And then you've got a looks like about a five point two, uh, which is you know a late late this afternoon around around four o'clock with the wind that we're having, the wind that we had yesterday. I'm assuming that it's going to flood a little bit. Um, if 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 um, you get tired of watching college football all day and you're thinking about going out. First off, you got a great tide this morning, great low tide, but I think you'll have a, a enough tide this afternoon, especially closer to the inlets. To they'll flood. All right. Well, let's take a let's take a break. Can we come back? Uh, we got a story of how fancy saved Kevin's life. Yes, absolutely. For real. For real. All right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mr. Rick Hall sitting in for Captain Kirk Waltz, who has pom poms and cowbells today. <laughs> So if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine. Since how long? I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. There you go. And time keeps dragging on. Can you hit the low one? Come on. No. Come on. Keep the rolling on down to San Antonio. Yeah, we missed it. That's okay. <laughs> That's one of the greatest songs ever. Oh, yeah. Come on. Man in Black. JC. Yeah. That's uh that that's not the live version either. No, the one from Folsom Prison is great. It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. That's so crazy. Did something like that happen? I mean, could something like that happen today? No. No. Ain't no way. <laughs> well, there's nobody in prison anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. Shoot. I don't know. I've seen one of them shows being advertised on, uh, I don't know, some somewhere, and they got like, it's like a show. Mm -hmm. It was on Netflix or something, like Most Dangerous Prison or something. Chris, do you remember growing up the show called Scared Straight? Oh, oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scared me to death. Oh, man. yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't even crooked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I, if I remember right, it, it, it was it was either middle school or high school that it, it was required by one of my teachers to watch it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And now that and, and, you won't see today. Yeah, and, and we had to do a test on it the next day. A wow. test? Y yeah. Uh, you know, a, a quiz. Yeah, you got okay. quizzed on the but show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it. That's that show scared me to death. Oh yeah, I'm glad it did. It's yeah, that's it right. Scared sure. straight. All know. right, uh, before we get to the fancy saving yeah. your life story, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Leon this Leon. morning. I believe it's Captain Leon. 
Morning, Leon. Morning, boys. <laughs> Damn, that's just never going to end. Is it? <laughs> That's a great song. It is a great song. Ask, Scott, ask Scotty Brown if it ever ends. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, so so Leon sent us more pictures yesterday. He did? He did. Um, his elbow's not good. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, there, it, it, you can literally. Uh, you know what? You've seen more x-rays I, than anybody. I, so I, so I'll go, go ahead and talk to Leon. I'm, I'm going to find this this picture for you. So, uh, it, so Leon, you fishing this morning? Absolutely, I'm just motoring through the no egg zone. Okay, um, by yourself? Absolutely. Got clients? What uh, what's going I got on? Clients uh, going to start off on the higher tide uh, up against the grass for redfish, and then uh, his son is his birthday, and I'm going to mosey on down to uh, St. Augustine for that incoming tide, and probably pitch some mullet up underneath the uh, Lions Bridge and see if I can pull something big and silver out from underneath. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yes, sir. That's perfect. That'd be a good <laughs> day to do really that. Pretty this morning. Yeah, the oh, the uh, the tides on this week were abnormally high, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's amazing how much wind will impact tides. When I when I say that, as far as the timing of tides, oh 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 yeah yeah. If you have a if you have a west southwest wind, add an hour and a half. Right, and so if you have a north right. northeast wind, add an hour and a half in. It's it's weird. Right. Yeah, uh, and then the outgoing tide ends early. Yep. 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 Um, I fished this week, and with Mr. Tom Lucas, really, and Victor, wow, of Wild West Guns and Gold. Okay, what a threesome that and we is. had. A, we had a good time. You fished the river, St. We did. Okay, we did. did and catch- and the crazy part is, the the wind totally cut the outgoing tide out yeah. earlier than expected, which therefore changed the fishing. Sure, but uh, we had a great time though. Had had fun. Caught fish. I'll tell a couple stories later yep. on, but uh, but I mean, Leon, with uh, with this wind that we've had, this crazy northeast wind, how does that change, or what does that do to your mindset for a day like today or tomorrow? Well, for instance, yesterday we started out at uh, uh, seven o'clock. No, seven thirty yesterday morning. I had a great low tide. I think at eleven o'clock, ten thirty, and unfortunately, right before that wind picked up, we had a frog strangler come through the valley <laughs> and uh man nothing's worse than having that come through at low tide and it just muddies up everything mm. really bad so on top of it not getting low low i had to deal with dirty water coming out of every creek mouth and i had plans to attack every single creek in the morning so i had to change everything out and go bank fishing but then at the same time i had to plan because after that rain came through bam here came the wind so not only having to deal with the ability of casting clients to throw into the wind, which way, which bank am I going to have to fish? Mm-hmm. Number two, I got to find which bank's got clean, cleaner water. That's another thing I got to attack because, I mean, in my in my opinion, when you get these really hard rainstorms that come through quickly and just muddy up everything, it's like the same thing as you're walking into a a, a, a cigarette bar. You know, it's just really yeah. gnarly and nasty. So. I'm trying to find that cleaner water because the trout bite has been decent here in the valley on top of the redfish and the black drum. So you, you got to really, that's where your guide work comes into, into play. You, you can't have two or three spots. You got to have 20 or 30 spots. Exactly. And, uh, you just got to keep moving. I mean, if you know the fish are there, the water temperature's right, everything's right, and you're not catching fish, go to the next spot because we're on a four-hour window. 
you know, and every day we're playing the ultimate game of cat and mouse, making a, a wild creature feed. So, Leon, have you, you know, have you noticed the water temperature dropping at all? It is eighty degrees right now. Okay, Ooh. that's that's uh, it's dropping. That's uh, that's a lot cooler than it has been. What a reason? Reason? And why are we excited about that? <laughs> Big picture? Yeah, yeah, hurricanes. Hurricanes. Yeah. People like well, a lot of people that might have moved here. Are like, what are you talking about? What do you right, mean? Right, 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 right. That's uh, that's, that's like the, always in the back of our that's minds. That's the fuel yeah. for tropical storms and hur- hurricanes. Yep, absolutely. Is warm water. You know, you you take the difference between eighty six degrees and eighty mm-hmm. degrees. That's a that's a big difference in fuel. Now, is this typically difference. the time of year y'all see it start shifting yes. and getting yes. in the seventies? Yes. Yep. Yep. Hopefully, so right on track. And 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 it, you know, it being sixty five, sixty seven in in St. Augustine this morning. Now, it 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 will drop drastically with sixty degree nights. Okay. You know, it'll it'll mm-hmm. get to, it'll get to seventy five in a heartbeat. So, and that's what we want it to do. And and by the way, that makes for better fishing for sure. To yep, yep, for sure. So, what do you get? What time are you leaving this morning, Leon? Uh, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Got gotcha. you. You going? Yep. You going out of uh, Volano or you going out of Palm Valley? Palm Valley. I'm going to start up here and fish the uh, higher water line. Okay. Uh, for the in the grass for the redfish to start with. They said they want the beachy uh, oh. for dinner tonight. So I'll do that and then I'll shoot down. Uh, literally, I'm looking at at two big rafts right now. A finger mullet oh. right in the middle of the channel. I'll take a oh, picture of it. It's yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah. That's that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So right. I'll take them and I'll come down to your neck of the woods and I'll. See what I can pull up. Yeah, yeah. So, are you, are you going to try to tarpon fish later? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. well, call me. Let me know what you what you done. Will do, boys. All right, buddy. All right, take care. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. So, I I had teased my my fancy story, and um, all right. So, uh, fancy is your dog? What kind? She's a Brittany Spaniel. How old? She is uh, seven years old. Seven-year-old Brittany Spaniel. Would you say she's smart? Smart as crap. Okay. I mean, s- smartest dog I've ever been around. Brittany's a great dog. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's 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 too smart at times, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, but she's, she, you know, at, at a certain age, dogs really become part of your family. And they, and, and it's just it's just Carrie and I and, and Fancy now. You know, all, we, all kids are all gone and... And and so it's it, it she she knows us we know her she sleeping in bed no <laughs> hell no 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 you uh-huh. that that ain't gonna happen that, that, she she is she has her own bed uh, and she does sleep inside okay but but she doesn't leave the bed unless she goes to the toilet yeah to get something to drink yeah that's the only <laughs> that's the only time that she that she goes that she leaves and she knows that. She knows that if if she leaves that bed, that she gets the boot. She gets the boot. She goes to the kennel, right? So, so anyway, she does. She, I think I'd learn how to stay in that bed. <laughs> no doubt. Let's yeah. see. You know, but bed, but, but but comfy you know, kennel. The, 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 mm. the funny thing about it is, is she was raised kennel raised. You know, and and I still have the kennel, and I leave the kennel open because her water's in there mm-hmm. during during the daytime. She stays outside, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times when I when I get home, she's in the kennel. You know, with just the, hanging with, out. Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, with it's the her door. house. But yeah, it's her house. Yeah. You know, she feels comfortable in there. But anyway, I had, um, it, and and being property owners, you understand that um, I, I'm I'm at my property a lot September through middle of May, and then you know it 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 the 
it's tough to get up there for, for me and my business that June, July, and August swing. I try to get up there and mow every now and then and just to make sure everything's okay. But, you know, like, you know, obviously uh, hunting season started two weekends ago. I haven't really thought that much about hunting because I have so many chores to do. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to just get caught up of, of three months on, you know, on, on an 800-acre lease and a, and a hundred acres that I own. That's a lot of work, yeah. you know, and, and, and obviously we, we had work weekend, myself and Mullethead and Roger on, on Labor Day weekend. But anyway, we've been um, using the tractor a lot, obviously, mowing, whatever we need to do. Thank goodness we have, have a tractor. And um, I, had, I had mowed a lot last week, and I still had a lot to do. And so on, um, I guess it would have been Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning. No, because I watched the, I, I, I watched the jacket. It was Monday. Uh, Monday morning, uh, I got up. It was absolutely beautiful. And uh, had my coffee, sat on the porch with Fancy, told Carrie I was going to go mow. And I was going to mow a lot around the house. So when I do, when I mow around the house, I'll just let Fancy, you know, she stays in the woods with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's, she stays around. She hunts for quail or whatever. Now, if I go to the lease, I don't take her because I don't want her spooking everything off. She, you know, right. if she, if she smells a fawn, she's going to go yeah. to it. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm pulling the tractor. And, and by the way, I mean, it, it, it had only been like four or five days since I had used a tractor. This is the tractor you just got fixed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is, is that the one that had the, the rat's nest in it? Well, that's the story. Okay, so, this is the story. Okay. Yeah, so so um, I'm pulling the tractor out, and, and, and Fancy is jumping on the side of the tractor. And I'm like, huh? what the hell are you doing? You know, and she she's got her paws up on the tractor. Yeah, and 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 she's got her nose up, and and it, it literally it hit me. I'm like, she's trying to tell me something's in the tractor. Okay. So I lift the hood up, and here's this giant rat's nest on the engine block. Oh. Yeah. If if it would have run for another, it's catching on fire. Absolutely, yeah. it's catching on fire. There's no doubt about um, it. Where was rat? Well, obviously, it ran out whenever I cranked the tractor. Up. I got you. okay. So, but then I had to take a picture of it. Oh, it's a great picture. <laughs> I saw yeah. the picture. Did you I see this? I mean, yeah. insult to injury. I'm right. like, that is not set up. I'm taking. I'm looking up. I'm going. The damn thing used a mouse trap <laughs> to build its. I mean, nest. just throwing it in your face. The ultimate middle thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but seriously, if if that catches on fire. What was uh what was in all the stuff? Was oh, it just like wood debris? Man, or whatever? It, I mean, you, if you look at the picture, there's there, and it's all completely dry. Huh. You know? Yeah, you don't want to have that happen. No, no, uh. no, no, absolutely not. You know, and 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 I should honestly, it should be part of 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 what I do every time I get on the tractor. Check everything out. Check you know, yeah. and, and and I do the checking everything out on the outside. You know, I'm checking, but. I get from from now on. Do the old walk around. Yep, yep, looks good. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's like get, car breaks down, yeah, guy right. gets out, you know, you, or any of us. Yes. You know, you go out, and what's the first thing you do? Pop the hood. Yeah. Pop the hood. You look underneath. Yeah. Here's the question. Yeah. What the hell are we looking yeah. at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like there's going to be a sign. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah exactly. Fix me here. Right? Yeah, 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 it's this right here. Yeah, it was just like the the story of the trailer last week that I told you about. Oh yeah. You know, pulled out of my driveway here, clunk clunk, and I'm like, that's so weird. What is that noise? And and I I did the the man thing. I get out, walk around. You know, everything looks fine. And then uh, it hit me halfway to the to the ramp that I had been using my single axle trailer for the week. And I had switched my ball over for, from two and five sixteenths to a oh, two inch. I've been there, yeah. And 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 I'm 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 ha- and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. So I made it to the Winn Dixie parking lot. Thank goodness. But yeah, I mean, that thing could have jumped the ball. Yeah, really easy. So. Yeah, I've I've done that a couple of times. Get somebody's boat and you don't realize, or, or you're pulling their boat and they don't tell you that hey, right. this is two and five sixteenths. You got the two inch ball on. Yes. You pull it for thirty miles. You get to the ramp. You're like, dude, you what? No, yeah. man. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I'm I'm fortunate because I, my my boat and trailer kind of bow heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, you'd been on the qualified captain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have surprised. By me. the way, the uh, the picture that we got. Of that boat with uh-huh. the trailer that was way too small. Uh-huh. Did that thing ever get moved? I don't know. I haven't been to the ramp. I'll I'll, I'll have to. We'll call we'll call roaming reporter Harold. Yeah, Harold or or or, or Captain Scott Shank will will know, but Harold because, Harold will know. And uh, we posted that. Did we post that picture on our Facebook uh-uh. page, Instagram? I don't page? think so. We haven't yet. Uh uh-uh. uh That is a funny picture. <laughs> it's a. It's so Rick. It's a. So what it appears to have happened, what it happened was, <laughs> what it happened was, two youths, <laughs> these, uh, you know, you got derelict vessels, yeah. you know, and and once they find out who the owner is of the derelict vessel, I mean, the state basically gives you, you know, you better do something with it, or you know, you're going to get charged a bunch of money, and so it appeared that somebody got that ultimatum, ultimatum, on a derelict vessel. And were told to move it, and so they decided to move it, but they didn't have the proper trailer to move it. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture now. That's crazy. Send that to yeah, Chris, and we'll crazy. post okay. it. We'll uh, post it on and, our and, Facebook and page. By the way, roaming reporter Harold, just, yes. just text me. It's he, still there. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Harold. Harold, can yeah. you get us an updated picture? <laughs> um, how, how are you going to move it? Well, and, and the crazy thing is, is that's the biggest question. Yeah. My question is, the other and more important question is, how the hell did they get it on that little trailer? They had to drag that. The thing. motors were dragging, right? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you could in the, in the picture it looks like it was dragging. Yeah, so so they they they've got the engine could, held Chris, up. Does Chris have this picture okay, too? I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I send it to everybody. Okay. Yeah, Chris posts that one cuz it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, he's got the the engine held up with ropes. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, the trim's broke, I guess. All right, well, let's let's take a break. We come back. We'll uh, we'll share this uh, picture on yes. our Facebook page, and uh, we'll talk to uh, Ed and Gary and you at nine zero four six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. So, hey, look, if you uh, need a firearm, okay, deer season's right around the corner. Gun season opens up, what, like October 21st? Something like, yeah, in yeah Georgia? That, that weekend, yep. Uh, the only place to go is Wild West Guns and Gold. Uh, let me, stupid question. Yeah. Got plenty of uh, black powder, muzzle loaders? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, because yeah. that's the week before. Yeah, he's you know, got there's them. A, there's, a, there's a lot of people. Um, I've never been a... 
black powder guy. Um, I, I, I just bow hunt. You know right. what I mean? And I just kind of bow hunt all through well, it. Well, nowadays, black but, powder is, seasons, for the most part, last about a week. So in yeah. the big picture yeah. of things, I mean, are you going to go and invest and do that for one week? Yeah. But I will say that uh, if you're going places, and Rick, you could probably speak to this, but if you're going other places, okay, and we're not talking about, you know, in your home ground, but if you're going other places, you have great opportunities with black powder when you go to other states or places that have draws right? right. because it's not as popular right. as a firearm season. Yeah, right. and some of the states in the Midwest, you know, don't even have a, a rifle season, right? It's right. it's either shotgun, muzzleloader, or archery only. Or archery, yeah. yeah. For sure. And no different than crossbows, right? When they when they became legal to use without a without a disabled permit, yep. it's just a way to extend your season. Do you um, use a, a muzzleloader at all? No, I'm kind of like like Captain Kev here. I'm I pretty much just bow hunting. Bow and arrow in hand. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a lot of people that you know that muzzleload hunt. You know, or have been those firearm rifle hunters, yeah. and that is yeah. just it's a way for them to extend their season. Well, and and it and it used, you know, when when I when I had a black powder gun, and I hunted in Georgia, you weren't allowed to have a scope. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it was truly traditional, primitive, yeah. primitive. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was. Here's it, you know what? And now, I mean, hell, they're shooting out to two hundred and fifty yards with these. Oh, things. accurately. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some even further. The, yeah, the yeah, funniest rule that I ever seen, I've ever seen with black powder muzzleloader, was I used to go and hunt on the Navajo Indian Reservation years ago. Right. And they they put a cap on the magnification power of your scope that you could use. I mean, some places they say no scope. Right. Okay, on the Navajo, they had, I want to say it was like a four-power max scope you could have on your muzzleloader. So, yeah. so I was like, well, I've got like a three-by-nine on it. You know, and so I, was, I asked Mike, who, at, and you know Mike. Oh, yeah. He was a uh, longtime friend, and he's a uh, full-blooded Navajo and, and was the assistant director <laughs> of the Navajo Nation Game and Fish Department. I said, Mike... Story on this rule, man. Four power scope. I said I got a three banana. I got to go buy another one. He says, "No, dummy, just put it on four. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Well, what's to stop somebody from shooting an animal on nine and turning yeah. it to four? He goes, "That would be just using their smarts." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "So you guys wouldn't give somebody a ticket if they as long as he goes if somebody shot an animal, and he goes and we walked up to him and their scope was turned to four. He goes, they're fine. He goes, now, if we walk up to somebody and somebody has it on nine, he goes, it's a violation. Right. So I was like, well, what's to stop somebody from shooting the animal on nine and turn it to four? And he goes, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Golly. I was like, all right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. And uh, Edward's got some advice for Kevin. Okay. Good morning, Edward. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Just let you know, I'm the same guy that called before that told you I remember when you broadcasted from Browns Creek Marina. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Kevin, it's called a PTI. It's called a pre-trip inspection. Ah, if getting technical on us on here. Okay, tractor, okay. You'd have, you'd have found the rat's nest. I yes. thought you were uh, <laughs> maybe referring to pardon the interruption. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's called a pre-trip inspection. I was a truck driver, so. Yeah, and and and, and 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 you know what? To be honest with you, um, I, it, the tractor had only been sitting for like three or four days. You know what I mean? It's, it's not. It, it, and 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 I know I should have. I, I, 
normally if I go there and it's been, I don't know, three weeks, a month or whatever, I absolutely do that. But this dude must have built this thing overnight um, because it was a full-blown rat's nest. It took me 15 minutes to clear all that crap out of there. Well, a lot of times. So he was literally busy as a beaver. Yes, sir. He was. <laughs> yeah, we've seen him, you know, where kind of same thing. You'll get rats in the tractor like next day or after yeah. they've been cutting. I think they come in because that the, everything's warm. In the heat, yep. Yeah, they I, want I, to just come in there and I, yeah. snuggle up next to it. I agree. Well, I grew up in, uh, I was born in Philadelphia, grew up in New Jersey, and we used to have the same problem up there with cats. Yeah, they sure. Up on the engine uh, oh, yeah. And then when people cats? started their car, yeah. they were in the fan. Yeah, yeah. You done, yeah you've never had a cat in your car? No. In your, oh, I have. Plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why right. That's well, why I had a cat just, called you Tripod. Need, you, need to get some, <laughs> you need to get some snakes in your barn. I, you know, I, I, I've had snakes, that, and they're they're great. Those big old rat snakes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're actually your friend. Absolutely they yeah. are. Yeah, and they're, they're really cool-looking snakes, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I listen to you guys online, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not going to say anything because it's one of your sponsors. But watch the uh, first commercial. I'm not going to mention any names, mm-hmm. but watch the first commercial and listen carefully, and it'll it'll be hilarious because you can go 600 miles for thirty two thousand eight hundred ninety five dollars. Huh? Just watch the commercial. Watch if you log the... in online. Okay. You can go 600 miles for $32,895. $32,895. I don't math. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm okay. not mentioning any names because they're your sponsors. Okay. I got you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Edward. Yep. Take care, buddy. Yep. You too. See you. Bye. All right. Uh, let's go talk to uh, Chip this morning. He might be fishing. Maybe he won't be. Morning, Chip. 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 <laughs> What's happening, guys? Morning, buddy. Morning. Morning, Chip. What's going on? Hey, I heard you talking about black powder. Um, that's how I got my deer last year. I know. Yeah, with black powder. And then my brother just bought that Boomer hammer, that 50, cal black, or 50 caliber air gun. And that thing is unbelievable. A what? Yeah. It's a 50 caliber air gun. Yeah, these new air guns are ridiculous. They're, they're ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. so wait a minute. So essentially, what you're telling me is that they have 50 caliber bullets that are shot out of a Red Rider. They'll <laughs> <laughs> really shoot your head off, kid. <laughs> yes, yeah, not really a Red Rider. Okay, it's not a Red Rider. But here's my next question. Okay, if it's an air rifle. How do you? How many pumps does it take to get to the shoot that thing? You don't pump it. You hook it to a compressor. Yep. You hook it to a compressor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. Really? Three shots. Yeah. I watched him shoot a watermelon at 50 yards, and it exploded when it hit. So what do you do? Uh, Carry a compressor into the woods with you when you need a second shot? No, really? no, no, no. You charge it, and you get about three shots. Three shots. Three yep. shots and a one charge. So it's just like having a rifle with three. Uh, so this thing has to have like a, a compressor tank on. How big a rifle is this thing? It's just like a normal rifle. You but wait like a minute. A They're carrying enough compressed air on a rifle uh-huh. that will shoot yep. a fifty caliber bullet three times. Yep. yep. Get out of town. Yep. <laughs> 
the one that I saw, the the, the guy, I, I, the, the compressor was was run off of a battery. He he literally lifted his his hood up on his car, and hooked hooked it up to and and, and compressed it um, from the battery. Was, no, huh? No, I, and, and 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 by the way, he was shooting water buffaloes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far and uh, uh, how far do these things shoot? Uh, he was uh, the guy on TV uh, was shooting sixty yards at water buffaloes. Okay. Yeah. 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 They've got a pretty good effective range. Wow. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it is. I've yeah. never heard such. Uh, really? I, I, had, yeah. I literally I had no idea. I mean, I knew that there were air guns, right? And uh, that they were used mostly for the <laughs> Jeff, tree rat rooms. Jeff's pumping yeah. up. Pump, 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 pump. <laughs> 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 Four hundred and fifty-seven, four hundred and fifty-eight, four hundred and fifty-nine. Switch arms, click, click, click. I mean, a, a lot of. Did you guys have one of them? Oh, Hell sure. yeah! Oh yeah, that was bad. Did you ever play manhunt? One? Oh, stop! Did you? Yes, of course. Yes. Did you? Yes, it was supposed to be the half well, pump and half uh, a pump. Oh yeah. Well, we, 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 we had, we oh, had two it was pump max. Never a half pump. We we oh. had a two pump max rule for oh, manhunt. Two is awful. <laughs> It is hard. Yeah, yeah. And the worst part is, though, you hear somebody back in there going, clack, clack, clack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Tom, Tom, yeah. Oh, I hated, I hated being hunted. You know, a lot of states now are, are making rules and, and regulations to allow, you know, air guns. For air guns for deer hunting. Yes, they are. Yeah, including, well, in in, in, including Florida. Wow. Yeah, for yep. sure. I'm yeah, actually going to. Legal in Georgia. Yeah. It's legal in a lot of states now. Yeah, it's they're all uh, over. I'm be in South Florida this later this week shooting iguanas with them. So come on, looking forward yeah. to that. What yeah. caliber? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably twenty two um, or twenty five. Yeah. Are you like going that. down with an outfitter or something like that? Uh, we're going down with uh, Project Savior, the organization. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A couple yeah. of uh, a couple <laughs> an outfitter of for iguanas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we are. We actually are. For real. He kind of is. His name is Python Cowboy. He's Python Cowboy. Python Cowboy. Well, of course it is. I'll see what I can do. Of course it's Python Cowboy. I haven't met him yet, but I'll I'll be with him this weekend. Python Cowboy. Yeah, he's. I gotta meet this guy. Huge influencer, dude. He's yeah, Python Cowboy. He's all over YouTube. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's cool. Uh, I'm searching him right now. <laughs> Python is he on Instagram? Chip. Oh yeah. Thanks, oh, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Real quick, those air guns are not cheap either. How much? I think they're close to like fifteen hundred without a scope. So you're talking about a nice rifle without a scope. So kind of crazy, but that that I mean, I mean, if you buy a good gun, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, what that's a what gun a nice costs. Rifle. Without a scope, is about fifteen hundred bucks. So. Golly, that's right, crazy! Thank well, you, Chip. Thanks, buddy. You got it. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like, not to give uh, any bad guys any ideas, but you know, people that have gotten trouble with the law uh-huh. can't have a firearm, right? But you can buy a hunting license, right? You could archery hunt if you had some bad mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Well, you can buy an air rifle and go hunting too. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's true. Kind of changes it up a little bit. Mm. Now you have to watch who, even more who's in the woods. With yeah. You. <laughs> All right. So I found I found a a. Uh, well, Python Cowboy. Uh-huh. Um, who is this guy? Trapper Mike? Yeah. Python Cowboy. Python Cowboy. Uh, owner of Martin County Trapping and Wildlife Rescue Invasive Dangerous Species. Mm-hmm. Professional hunter and wildlife consultant. Go to YouTube. He's got a channel. Oh, he's, he's yeah. Python Cowboy. 
And he's got a website, too, pythoncowboy.com. Mm-hmm. This is the dude you're going yeah, with? Yeah, he's well-known. Yeah, he's well-known. This is cool. Well, that's, yeah. that's, I'm going to be watching Python Cowboy shows on YouTube now. That's, that's way cool. Especially um, it, it, when, they're, when, they're, when they're catching those big pythons. Yeah, that and he's, is, he's pretty insane, good at that. Man. He's pretty good at that. Yeah. yeah yes. he, um, he and the, the founder of PSO, Mike Dragic, they're, they're pretty good buddies. And I'm, so I'm got watching them. They're, they're shooting – Air rifles and shooting these guanas out of the out of the mangroves. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That'll be us later this week. <laughs> that, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got awesome. We've got a true Florida man trip planned this week. We're carrying a couple vets down, and we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna do some catch and hey. release alligator yep. hunting. And, and, then we're gonna do uh, thermal pig hunting that night. And they oh, use retriever dogs for the, the guanas. They use retriever dogs, Kevin, yeah, for so, the guanas. Look, it's a retriever dog. Folks, check this guy out, Python Cowboy. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a good that time. Is, that is going to be fun. Yeah, I don't right, know if we'll have uh, retrievers, but that's awesome. Let's let's, let's take anyway, a break. I'm totally here. distracted by Python <laughs> Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, Chevrolet Outdoor yeah. Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Don't go anywhere. We come back. We got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And it's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. And if you've got a job site or business and you need fuel or you need lubricants or you need everything handled that goes along with that, just contact LV Hires. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week tip comes from... Kind of roundabout way through Captain Leon. Yes, it does. And uh, and, and, and Captain Chip. And Captain Chip, because yep. Chip was the one who originally turned me and, and Dylan on to it. And Chip. I have it in the arsenal. Chip! And Captain Leon's headed down to St. Augustine today, and Captain Chip's had these things in his Chip. arsenal when I went fishing with him, me and Dylan did. And we were uh, fishing for tarpon, and he handed me this rod and said, throw that thing out there and just reel it in steady. I'm like, what the hell is that? And he says, you never seen one of these? I'm like, no. He goes, that's a no-live bait needed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the packaging, it's NLBN. Mm-hmm. No yep. live bait needed. And it's essentially a big, giant, soft plastic bait for right. tarpon and big species. Uh, cobia, tarpon. Oh, yeah. I mean, lots of different things. You could probably jig cobia off the bottom You, with you can jig cobia off the bottom. Or... Sea bass, snapper, yeah. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But, but this has become really popular for guys that are fishing for tarpon. Yep. And, uh, of course, the mullet color is what a lot of guys want to throw now. Purple is a very, very popular color. That's the one Chip loves. Just I hope I didn't yeah. violate any no, kind of no. inside information that Chip has. And, and, and I believe that they, uh, they buy all this stuff at Strike Zone. They do. Yeah. They do. Yep. And, in fact, uh, me and Dylan bought some there, and we have them, you know, in case yep. you know, we can't have, you know, can't get live bait or don't want to fish live bait. It's just sometimes it's just so convenient to have yeah, artificial know, to, bait. To, to throw artificials, absolutely. So that's our LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Check out the no live bait needed. And the cool thing is, too, is the jig. They have a jig head and a soft plastic body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can mix and match. Mm-hmm. So they have some jig heads that are painted. And some bodies that are same color, some that are different color. The jig head itself has like a corkscrew on it. 
So when you put the soft plastic body on, you screw the bait on to the jig head. Oh, got you. Okay. So, but and with that, I want to give a just another little tip here. If you've never done it or you've never seen anybody do it, I would ask the people at Strike Zone when you go there, hey, I've never used this before. I've never put one of these on. Right. Can you help me out? Okay. That's the great thing about going to a place like Strike Zone. Yep, I agree. Is they help you do that because it is a little tricky of knowing when you thread this soft plastic body on where to have the hook come out and also how to get it spaced exactly just right so when you screw it on right. it's where it needs to be because that's not easy Which that's that's really nice that, that bait not sliding down that hook exactly you know yeah but here's the thing if you screw it up right okay now you're making that whole soft plastic body weakened well where it will rip or pull off right so it's important critical that you get it on right the first time so, hence, ask It'll for a little bit of help. action, too, if you don't have it on there right. <laughs> exactly. There, right? It totally yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally will. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Gary this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. Good morning, Gary. Oh, good morning. Hey, I guess Top Gun's going to have to find a new pregame meal because he kind of jinxed last week. Who? Top Gun. Top, oh. top Gun. Oh. It's oh. <laughs> oh. all good. Hey, hey guys, uh, I'd like to know... Any of give me a either a salt water or fresh water place in the states that exceeded your expectations. You you weren't going in there expecting much. You came out like, wow, that was an enjoyable day of fishing. Um, yeah, I mean it happens all the time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, yeah. whether it's exceeded or it's fallen short. Um, but is there a specific? You know that a specific day that we can remember that that happening. No. Yeah, specific. Place. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. Place. I'll, yeah. I'll give you one. A couple of years ago, uh, my lovely wife got us a a house. We you know we go to we used to go down to Sanibel mm-hmm. every year, and her family has kind of a tradition. They go down there Fourth of July, and uh, so she said, "Look, I I booked another house at this place that's pretty close by Sanibel." I said, oh, "That's cool," and uh, she goes, "It's supposed to be really good fishing." Mm-hmm. I said, okay, and well, you know, we had the kayak. Right. And um, so we, we got a house, and it's on the water, and we got our kayaks. And, uh, and so it was me and Dylan and her, and the house had kayaks, you know, so like Taylor could go. And it was, um, what was that place, the, the little island down there? It got white from the hurricane. Sanibel? No, the, the island that we were at. So anyway, this place yeah. we go to, and uh, – so the first day we kind of explored around the island, didn't really catch any fish. And so I told told uh, Dylan the next day, I said, we're going across mm-hmm. to these to these mangroves. And so we go across and dude, tarpon, <laughs> snook, yeah. on artificial crushing them. Right. Crushing them. So I mean, Gary, yeah. so, that was one of the one of the days that I was yeah, so wow. so 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 for me, Gary, th- th- since you asked that question. Matt Lachey, by the way. Matt Lachey, that's Thank I, you. I knew, yeah. Um I got invited by Mr. Mark Helmet, uh, my wife and I, to go to North Carolina mountains uh, to go fly fishing, and Sweet. it was in January. Okay, you know, and I'm not a fly fisherman, you know, but it, it, look, I'm I'm we had a we had a float guide, float fish the 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 first day had a guide. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. 
I mean, like, like, like amazing. And, and it's not hard, you know, it's, it, it's not your typical, you know, load the rod up. And it, I mean, you're, you're flipping into little places. It's, it's, and then the next day we went to private streams uh. and it was snowing. And I was, I was catching, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm catching four or five pound trout on, on fly rod. I can't wait to go back. It, wow. You know, I mean, there's, look, there's, I, I fish for a living and, and you, you kind of become numb to a lot of things. That was awesome. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Good Gary. question, Gary. Thank yep. you, Gary. Thanks guys. See you. Bye buddy. All right. Uh, without further ado, as Gary mentioned, Top Gun jinxed us last week. <laughs> it's all your fault, Top Gun. I feel the need for speed. What's going on, boys? I feel the need for a completion. <laughs> yes, exactly. First of all, I want to say to Captain uh, Favor, uh-huh. uh, how about them Gators? Yeah. Yeah. What a well, game. Well, I was yeah, shocked. I was shocked, too. I was shocked, shocked the whole game. I was shocked. I, I, I kept going. I'm going to be so disappointed after this game because they're going to come back and they, yeah. they, they dominated them. Dominated them. Yeah, I know. It was great. It was fun. And I need to have a formal apology here to all the outdoor show listeners mm. who may have gone to the store last Saturday and bought Black Eyed Peas yeah, you screwed that up. for yeah. the game. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm done with the Black Eyed Peas and rice until New Year's Day. Good but, idea. However... What I should have said was go and get a nice ribeye steak and a baked potato and some squash or a nice veggie and eat that before the game. That way you could have said, well, at least I had a nice dinner before the Jags stuck up the bank. Why can't, why, why can't we just have a beer? That's what you're supposed to do before that a football game. That was pathetic. That was pathetic. I'll tell you what. I know you love the Jags, Logs. I love them, too. But they got to play way better than that or they're not going anywhere. Hey, here, here, here's the thing, Top Gun. I will say this. Let's, let's just, you know, playing well is more important in December, January than September. Correct. So let's have a little peace. I got yeah, you. they're going to get there. Gonna I get got right. you. Hang in I there, got Top you. Gun. Hey, I'm just glad yeah, the way the defense I'm, is playing. I think that's awesome. Oh, the defense it, 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 played great. Yeah, yeah. So Defense played great. Yeah. So that was a good deal. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. I want your opinion on something. I was down at the boat ramp the other day. It was in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And here comes this uh, Mack truck. Uh, what kind of Mack truck? A, I don't know what it was. Like a Mack truck pulling a trailer or a Mack truck yeah, dump truck? Huge, no, a Mack truck uh-huh. like like a, pulls a, like a rig yep. pulling this huge trailer. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. okay. And and on this trailer. So like a semi truck. Yeah. Okay. Was this boat that was incredible. It was it was longer than a cigarette boat. But it was sleeker, more mm-hmm. sleek than a than a cigarette boat, mm-hmm. and it had uh, five black outboard motors that each one of them said four hundred. Five five four hundred motors. 
Yes. Okay. And I said, and I said, I bet that thing can fly. So he turned it around and backed up. He was going to launch it. Backed up to the ramp, and he stopped. So I pulled my truck over there, and he got out of the cab, and I said, that's some kind of boat right there. Was he like and, five foot three? Know, Huh? <laughs> Nothing. No, <laughs> no. But he he looked at me like when I said that he looked at me like I was an idiot or something. Right. Or he, you know, he he didn't want to mess with me or something. Right. And I said, "How fast will that thing go?" And he turned back around and looked at me. And what do you think? What do you think he said? What What would you imagine the speed of that boat? Um, I know you didn't see it, but I'd, I'd say he's 75. Wow. That's all. No, it's faster than that. Triple digits is always a, like a kind of a mark. For one of those poker run boats. Okay. Like so yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to say a hundred. Yeah. That's what I thought he would say. A hundred, mm-hmm. 110. He said 86. Okay. So I don't know if he was messing with me. No, or... I believe it. Yeah. That's about right. Heavy really? Boat. Yeah, it, yeah. It, that sounds it, right. It, yeah. yeah, it, dude, it takes it takes a lot to get a boat to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I yeah. know that's fast on the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eighty six is still <laughs> that's that's fast. Forty six is fast. That on thing the water. absolutely. Me, man. Yeah, me too. I, I am a twenty two mile an hour guy. I, you know, I'm in no hurry. But but yeah, yeah. That's. That, yeah. that that's a, did you did, did it have a eighty six um, on the water smoking eighty six no that's that's crazy fast that's, I mean yeah. if if for for some people that never have been go have been fast on the water yeah I remember the the first time I ever went fast on the water and you you might remember the story was uh, I was playing still oh I remember and Top Gun <laughs> uh, there was a guy that was a special teams coordinator of the New Orleans Saints. His name was Joe Marciano. Joe held this tournament in the offseason, and he'd bring uh, players and coaches from around the league, and it was for this Skeeter Trail tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kind of like the Bass Anglers Tour, but Skeeter was the big sponsor. And what right. was different about this Skeeter Trail was, and obviously Skeeter boasted a sponsor, in the, in the BASS Tour, you, they had horsepower restrictions. You know, so you had to have, I think, yeah. a max 200. Right. I think it's 250. Could, yeah, or 250, yeah. whatever it was right. back then. And, and you, you couldn't have a jack plate. You know, so in this Skeeter Trail, it was like uh, the outlaws. You know, you guys had three jack plates. Right. Hot rod motors, hot foots. I mean, crazy. And so this guy that I was teamed with, I get in this boat, <laughs> and – He's a. Uh, he's got the straps going on. I mean, yeah. yeah. And he's in Jeff's like, where's my strap? Okay, he's got a console where he's got the, the steering wheel, right? And he's got that hot foot thing, you know? Uh-huh. And okay, and, and his bass boat doesn't have the other console for the passenger. Right. So there's nothing to hold on to. <laughs> and he, he takes off, and it's uh, Morgan City, Louisiana, I believe, somewhere down around there. And he takes off, and we start rolling. And and I'm trying to find something to hold on to. I got my right hand under the under the seat, and I'm outside hand is my left hand is outside the boat, and I'm white knuckling trying to hold on to something. But there's no grip. There's no handle. Right. 
Wow. And this thing is doing the old flying oh, in the God. air, going side to side, and I'm scared to death. <laughs> okay, and I don't know how fast we're going. I look over at him, and if he and, and the air was literally going into his mouth, and his whole mouth face was vibrating <laughs> because of wow. the speed oh, at which like we were going. with his head out the window. And I, and I asked him later on how fast we were going. He said, oh, we run like 80. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Golly. Yeah. And, and then that's when we jumped into that canal. Yeah. He said, hold on. We're going to go through some shallow water we might hit when we go back into this canal. <laughs> hold on. And he yeah. takes a sharp right <laughs> hold while on. we're doing that little kind of waffling stuff. Did, and then, you, did you punch him right in the mouth? I, mean, just I like, told him, I said, dude, you need to put a handle over here on this side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> really? I said, because I'm going to start holding on to you. That's we can right. lock elbows or something like that. But that's the first time I was ever on water fast, and it was – I was scared. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. downright scared, yeah. and I was like, you know, 80, you know, I guess 80, right. 85, something like that. Oof. That's, that's, yeah, I've been upper 60s, wow. lower 70s. In a and that ain't boat. fun either. It's not fun. Yeah. No, not fun. that ain't fun. Yeah. That's scary. Well, this uh, middle-aged woman goes into a Hagen Ace. That's mm. right, Hagen Ace. Mm-hmm. And, um, hey, she, by the way, uh, Top look, Gun, real quick, did you know? Yeah, I want you to make sure that, because I know you're going to come. We're at uh, Hagen Ace of Callahan on November 18th. Just mark it, mark it down, mark it down. Go ahead. All right, before the Christmas party, correct? Uh, that's for the outdoor show uh, event. Yeah. Yes. Which is kind of like a pre-holiday event, right? November? You know? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, Plenty of pumpkin anyway, spice to go yeah. around. <laughs> nice. By the way, I the took a picture of it this morning for you, Chris. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Such a schmuck. <laughs> this lady goes into the Hagen Ace, uh-huh. and she wants to get a fishing rod and reel for her grandson mm-hmm. who likes to fish. Mm-hmm. So she's looking around, has no idea what to get. So she sees this one rod and reel and picks it up, thinks it's nice looking takes it up to the counter and this guy's at the counter with a pair of sunglasses on and she says uh, excuse me can you tell me how much this is and he says uh ma'am i'm i'm blind i'm what and she said oh okay i'm blind okay she says oh i'm sorry she said he's she said he says well it's okay he says if you'll pick it up and drop it on the counter i can you know tell you what it is so she drops her rod and reel on the counter. He said, that's a uh, seven-foot Shakespeare rod with a uh, Zebco reel and 20-pound test line. She said, wow, that's incredible. She says, how much is it? He says, oh, it's on sale today for $20. She says, oh, that sounds good. And she goes to get out her credit card. And drops it on the floor. And he says, that sounds like a Visa card. She says, it is. Wow. So she bends over to pick it up. And when she does, she breaks wind. <laughs> and at first she's embarrassed. And she said, oh, well, he, he won't know he's blind. And so she picks it up and hands him the card. And she, he says, that'll be $40. She says, $40? I thought you said it was $20. He said, well, it is, but it's an extra 20 
for the duck call and the barrel of power. LTS, <laughs> baby! <laughs> <laughs> That's good and clean. Yes, sir. Oh. All right, let's take a break on that. Uh, that was nice, Tom. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I, um, I well got a, played. I, I got a great hunting story. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah You've already a, sat. I, yeah, yeah. I got a great hunting story. Rick, it. have you sat yet? I have not. Today's yeah. going to be the oh, the today's first the, one. today's first one. All right, we'll talk about that and more right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. If you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go. Randy Marion Cadillac located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. And if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, truck, whatever, um, they have like 14 dealerships to pull from. So if they'll find you the right car, truck, and the right price, right mileage at Randy Marion Cadillac. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And we so, have uh, – oh, go ahead. Before we go to Harold mm-hmm. – a couple things we got uh, messages on our Facebook page. So, uh, Travis West sent us a picture uh-huh. of a tandem axle trailer loaded up with pallets of seed. Yes. I mean, how many acres you plant, Travis? <laughs> pallets that indicate several tons. I, yeah. it, it's it's literally it. Uh, I thought I thought you might have, that, uh, seriously. I thought you might have gotten that from Gordon. No. No, no, no. It, this uh, this trailer has one, two, three, three pallets of seed. I mean, wow. How, how many pallets did, for 22 acres, how many pallets? Well, did, 25. Oh, 25. Sorry, excuse me. Um, <laughs> one fully loaded pallet. Okay. Which, that um, total pounds of seed, that was... 500 plus 500 plus 150, 150, that's 1,300, about 1,400, 1,500 pounds of seed. Mm-hmm. And this this guy's got three pallets Wow! on a tandem axle. Wow. I mean, holy cow. Also, um, I, I love some of the things that we get on our, on our Facebook page. Robbie sent in a link to this. Umarex Hammer 50 caliber PCP pellet rifle. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> wow. Some of the technology. I didn't know that that stuff was, like, for real. Um, uh, George Balance, he actually sent us the whole intro to the MacGyver thing. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, yeah. to go watch that. Yeah. And then uh, Robert sent this in early this morning because we were talking about MacGyver. And he said, mud and a sweet potato is the base ingredient for a bomb. <laughs> he well, said, ne- never underestimate the power of swamp gas. <laughs> great okay, stuff. Anyway, uh, we earlier talked about a boat that was hauled out. Uh, was that the uh, the, the boat ramp R- in St. Augustine? Yeah, Falana boat ramp. Yep. And we posted a picture up on our Facebook page, and Harold, our roving reporter, is calling to uh-huh. chime in. Mm-hmm. Morning, Harold. What's happening, fellas? Morning, buddy. Hey, uh, I, I did end up uh, sending a video of that boat being pulled out, so we'll uh, we'll back up a little bit. So this boat was being pulled out by a two-wheel drive, probably probably late '90s Ford Explorer. 
and <laughs> so you you got a thirty something foot cabin cruiser with an inboard uh-huh. that's on a trailer made for a twenty one foot bay boat <laughs> trying to be pulled out by this explorer. Well, of course he's doing nothing but spinning tires. Right, I'm watching so it now. A, oh, <laughs> is there? Can we? Who's who's uh, who's video? Do you know whose video this is? Uh, it was uh, it was just something on boat fails. Like it's almost like the qualified captain. They put all kinds of stuff on. You know, people send them stuff. So there's a Dodge truck that hooks up to it, and uh, if I'm correct, I think there was he had a boat on the back of his truck, and he pulls it out. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not a Dodge. That's a Chevrolet because a Dodge couldn't pull it out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he's pulling. This fell out, truck, truck and trailer, out of the ramp, and then the boat comes disconnected from the ball. Of course it does. And the chains, you know, of Save course it. grab it. Right. And it and it almost lifts the back of the, the <laughs> Ford Explorer. Oh, I'm, I'm watching <laughs> this, but, but, but Harold, do you, you missed one important thing, okay? This Chevrolet truck... Okay, has a boat trailer on the back of it. So so yeah. he's pulled forward down to the ramp. Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's backing up to pull this Ford oh. Explorer and boat out. That's savage. So, so that takes skill. That's, That's talent. savage. Because man. he's pulling. And, a, and having to back his trailer up. And to up. back his trailer up. See, and that's the, a, a, you know what? You, a Dodge driver could never do that. Out. You can't, man. Uh, Jeez. And, and he's <laughs> right one. When that thing pops off the ball, it it literally jacks the back of that oh Ford Explorer God. up in the air. It's unbelievable. Um, I mean, like what what are these people thinking? I, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. there's so many so many bad things going on here. So, yes, like, yes. Hey, and just just like you know, your guy from the qualified captain. I mean, there's. I, I just I can't even think about how some by the way they're, even- they're, where, where they got this from Harold so to let them know is that now that I've, I've seen the video is they have a live feed Jeff at the yeah. ramp now oh yeah so yeah. you can you can go to YouTube pull up St. St. Augustine Bologna ramp and and, and cool. watch yeah. watch people launch and stuff so that's just for this purpose right I'm here, sure so it is laugh, I yeah. guarantee you it is yep typically there a lot or most of the time if I'm at Volano there's always an FWC officer you would think that Somebody would be. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, this that's is, amazing. I mean, I that old boys at the that video is, loving it. is awesome. I mean, what, what, like I said, what's crazy is that the guy that's pulling them out has got his own boat attached to it and backing it up like it's no problem. So, so Harold, here, here's the question. Um, what, 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 what do you do with the boat? Oh, heck, I don't know. You know, I mean, seriously. You know, is it I, still I, there? Yeah. At the ramp? Yeah. It was there yesterday. It was there yesterday. That. Okay, yeah. The, yeah. Un, un, unreal. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like you're going to get a crane to put it on something else. Or, yeah. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, that, that little trailer is just squeaking for every little bit it's got. Just a, you know, and, and you got, like you said, you got the uh, outdrive. It's just dragging the, dragging the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's Oh my goodness! That video Anyways, is I'll awesome. I'll just give you a little update, but uh, y'all have a good one, fellas. Thanks, buddy. We're we're gonna find yeah, we'll a way it. to share that video. Thank you, Harold. We're gonna find a way to share that video on our Facebook and Instagram page. Yeah. 
I just don't know how or how how to exactly the, the do that. The things that happen at ramps are just well. I'm sure that that's why they put that camera up because, I mean, you know, nobody would have ever have been able to have seen that unless they videotaped it. You know, that's, that's Harold is right. It's just so wrong on so many different levels. <laughs> exactly, it's classic. When I saw it the next day when I was fishing, I was like. You got to be kidding me! I mean, the the trailer's not half the length of the boat. Yeah, I can't believe they even got it out of the water. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. I, I mean, literally, I can't. And 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 I I can understand why it popped off the ball because it's all the all the weights all on the, the, weights uh, the on, on the back hand, yeah. of the. It's the unbelievable. Trailer. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, and, and where do these people? Where do these people get the idea to do that? I I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You you can't make that up. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, um, change the subject. Uh, I, I I did sit twice this this week. Um, I didn't I didn't sit opening weekend. It's just too damn hot. Um, and it cooled off this week. But uh, you 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 and I were talking uh, before the show, Rick, and and it, we were we were talking about. I told you. I mean, it's hard to bow hunt where where I'm in, in our part of Georgia. Sometimes in in September, if there's no wind, you can't. It's you just you're 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 messing it up. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can tell you is that it, it, to 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 get, a, a, you know, because this time of year, I mean, I'm not seeing very many bucks in the daytime, so right. I'm trying to get my doe meat, and to 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 get a doe in there within thirty yards is. I mean, it's if there's no wind, it's just damn it's near impossible. Yep. You know what they call light and variable, we call light and terrible. Yep. Because it's just it it blows your sin everywhere. So anyway, I was checking my cameras this week, and uh, I there's there's this one particular stand we call the northeast stand because it's all the way on the northeast end of the property, but it is the doe killing stand. Okay. And 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 the reason I'll tell you this because you're you're a bow hunter, Jeff's a bow hunter, is that the recovery is easy. It's it's sprinkled little uh, light oak trees, yeah. you know what I mean, and and you can see a long ways in them, but it's thick enough to, for them that they think they're in cover. Yep. cover. It's just re- it's it's a, it's a great but place. But you're to not having it. to walk through briars to go. No, 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 no. Yep. That's it is yep. as long as as long as she doesn't go past a hundred yards, um, you're it's easy. So I hadn't had any pictures. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? So I went and I corned it back up, and I grabbed my chip, my camera, and I went back and I was checking it. And every, just about every other evening around between 5.30 and 6.30 had coyotes. And I went, well, that's why I'm not yeah. seeing any deer, you know. Uh-huh, they'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, it was funny. I was sitting there. I, I was looking at my pictures on the computer. and I'm kind of shaking my head. And my wife's like, what's wrong? You know, and I, I said, the, the coyotes are all in my daggum stand, you know. And she said, she said, why don't you take the predator call? And, and 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 go sit there tomorrow evening. I went. You know what? That's that's good. Idea. I, I think every hunter mm-hmm. should always carry a rabbit squealer predator call with them. Yeah, yeah. Because if you see one, mm-hmm. so I man, I, I was excited. Right? I'm going. You know what? I, I, so I did the next night. I um I got my predator call, and it's it's electronic. So I got remote control around my neck. You know, and I and I set it. Um, I, I, from from the camera, I knew he was going to be coming in from my left, so I set the predator call about twenty yards to my right. So obviously, when he when he came down the road, if this was going to happen, he he would be looking at the predator call, yeah. not at me. 
And uh, I told you guys, I took all this time. I got my predator call. I got, I got everything. Just my very first sit, right? And I get up there, and, and I'm getting settled in. I hear me, mosquito, right? I'm like, oh, oh no. No, I, I, of all of all things, cardinal sin. You the, the cardinal, I did, Joe. You didn't. You, oh, I, the, the thermosel. How, how do you forget that? I don't know. I don't know, but I did. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? What did you do? I sat. Oh no, I sat. Well, I get all settled in, it, it's, and, I, and I looked at my, I looked at my phone. It was six o'clock. I had, um, I text Carrie. To let her know that I, I always let her know that I'm up and safe when I get in the stand. You know, I got same. my safety harness, I got everything in, and I kind of just let everything settle down for for a few minutes, and and I had my bow hanging behind me, and I said, "Well, I'll," you know, I'm looking at my remote, and I'm of course you're going to hit the wounded rabbit, right? Yeah. You know? So so I I, I got and I hit it for ah I don't know ten twelve seconds, mm-hmm. you know. And and I shut it off and and I mean I'm just you know still my bow's hanging behind me I don't you know I don't expect this to work <laughs> dude it wasn't 15 seconds here he come down the road I'm like really? you have you have, I'm like yeah it worked you know? <laughs> I'm like holy crap you know so I grabbed my bow and and there was a lot of tree I could see I could see the road that, that he was coming down it was coming from my left to my right across your radio dial which by the way <laughs> if uh, right if people Coyotes are lazy, uh-huh. so when you call them, and you're a lot of times if you're getting ready for a shot, you're trying to figure out how they're going to come into you. Mm-hmm. They will always take the path of least resistance. Right. For example, like when we used to chase them around the pivot, mm-hmm. and with shooting, uh, hanging shotguns out of the car, or driving down the road and trying to shoot them, they'll run the road. Right. They, they won't like turn. Right. So so. If there's a road or a trail that's coming to where you're at, yeah, that coyote will walk down and hunt. Well, that's what he did. He came, he came right, right down the road, and there was the, the the pine tree that my camera's hanging on. He stopped, and it, it was I, I I couldn't see, which was perfect. I drew the bow back, and I just I, I literally put it about five yards, the pin about five yards on the other side of the pine tree, and it, he stepped out, and I went eh, and. Stopped at twenty five yards and drilled him. Nice. And I'm like, oh, that's a that's a great way to start my season yeah, right there. Yeah. You know, and he did the old, you know, yup, and spun oh, yeah, around, yeah. you know, and, and 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 he literally came and, and 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 ran right underneath my stand, and I could I could literally see the hole in the side, and I watched him run off, and then I heard him lay down and wheeze. And, Man, they're not know. easy to kill with a bow. They're not. I mean, they're, they're not. That, that's I've, I've I've probably shot at ten. Only killed, I've only killed one with a bow. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the second one that I've yeah, killed. I with think a bow. I've only killed one. I've probably missed a couple. Yeah, and, and bobcats too. Yeah, like I've I've probably drawn back on seven bobcats. Right, and connected with one. Right, most of them you don't even get an arrow off. No, it, it, exactly, off they're, they're exactly. Gone. But it was uh, it was it was a great way to start my bow season. I mean, I was like, you know, yeah, I tell people all the time, and it uh, I will ruin a deer hunter, a turkey hunt to kill a. Code. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's it's. I don't know. We need to take a break, but it's it's our, it's our rule. I mean, we don't have very many rules. Yeah. But our rule is is that if you see a coyote, you must kill shoot. It. Mu- must shoot. Can't yeah. let it pass. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. All right, uh, it's up. The video link is up. Is it? On okay. Our, on only our Facebook page. We couldn't get it because it's a Facebook video right. that we shared. And uh, so we obviously we can't get that up on our Instagram. So go to our Facebook page and you can check out this uh, this event that Harold described so well. <laughs> I mean, I... Mm-hmm. This is one of the best videos that I've seen in a while. I mean, this yeah, is this, qualified that, captain material. Yes, yes. So we had we had a, a single picture of it, and uh, how this boat even was pulled out is miraculous. And the uh, picture that we had, this boat was dragged. Yeah, through the parking lot. Oh yeah, it had to be. So now what? What what, what do you do now? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I. Set you're fire you're, to you're it talking, in the yeah, line. exactly. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> the the yep. the trailer probably meant for what do you think that boat is lengthwise? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. And the trailer's probably meant for a how many foot boat? Sixteen footer. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Seriously, it, it <laughs> is. It's about half half the length. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't I, even know what what how how that works. <laughs> You know, it's oh, unbelievable. This is great. Yeah. I think the picture is amazing. Yeah. The, the video is funny too, because it's got the Explorer and it pops off the ball of the truck and the chain, it's, it's trying to lift the Explorer up and I'm surprised it didn't flip the Explorer. Yeah, exactly. That, See, that, that, boat, that boat weighs way more than that Explorer. That's when you want a camera and a microphone oh. and to get an interview. And it right yeah. after. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, I mean, it, you know, you guys remember the the greatest ramp story that I have is guy backing down it, it had a had a brand new Ford. I mean, not brand new, but very very nice Ford pickup truck, four wheel drive, and he had a Carolina skiff. His buddy gets out of the passenger side, climbs in the Carolina skiff, right. And I have no idea why, but I I was I was doing TV at that time. I I just videoed it, just just you know I, I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy that's in the boat is leaning over to un- unhook the boat, right? So the guy in the truck, I guess, is expecting him to say, "That's enough. That you you're good right there." Well, as he's as he's leaning over, the guy in the truck. Backs the truck. Still going. St- t- t- until it floats. Oh, no. So now the guy the guy in the boat looks up, and the truck and the boat are floating away from the, the ramp. The truck and the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 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 So the guy in the truck, it, it, I see him put his window down. Did he put it in drive to try to pull out? As he's floating. No, it's 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 frozen, Jeff. It's done. It's it's sucked up all the engine, oh, all the water in the engine. Uh, it's it's completely locked up. This is at Volano. Yeah. Uh, how, he, lo- how long goes this? Oh, this is just ten years ago. Uh, and the guy gets out of. He's got his window down, right? So he climbs. He climbs out of the window and does like a swan dive, out <laughs> out of the out of the window of the truck. And and the guy now the boat is jackknifed uh, against the truck. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, it's still connected yeah. up front. Yes, yeah, it's still yeah. connected up front. All right, and and it the whole thing's floating 
like out into the inlet. I mean, it's it's going. I mean, and so the, there. Luckily, there was a guy with a big truck. I, I don't. I don't. Rem- I mean, and he had a chain. Uh-huh. The guy that had done the swan dive uh-huh. swims in, grabs the chain, and somehow swims it out to the truck. And it just gets worse. So where did he hook the chain to? I don't know. The, the front of the the front of the truck. Okay, okay. that was uh, completely underwater. It gets oh boy, worse, he said. Yeah. So they get it hooked up. He starts to pull. <laughs> he starts to pull everything out. The truck is locked up. Uh-huh. Okay, so the wheels are going. You know what I mean? So it's it's pulling up the ramp. It's pulling up. up the ramp. Right. Okay. Well, then all of a sudden I see a trailer tire come up. And I'm like, the hell is that? <laughs> they get it up. The axle comes off oh. of the trailer. <laughs> Completely off. Of the boat trailer. Of the boat trailer. Single axle trailer. So now. How did that come off? Uh, don't, don't ask me. All right. It came off. So now he's pulling the a boat. truck that's locked up. Yes. A and truck, a trailer with no wheels. A trailer with no wheels. And the boat, and the boat is not even on the trailer. The, yeah, the boat, the, they, they, the boat's still on it. He had never unhooked oh, the boat. Man. Never unhooked the boat. Was it, it a Chevrolet the, truck pulling that? Had to be. Yeah, had to be. Had yeah. To be. Yeah. yeah. So so they literally, they got it up, you know, on the flat part. Uh, and, and here, it was it was a complete mess. I've never seen anything <laughs> like nuts. something. It was. The Total. truck The truck was ruined. Total. Total. There's no it's way. It's total, right? Yeah, it's total. I mean, you you, yeah. you immerse a vehicle in salt water. Oh, yeah. There's no saving it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and and the axle is still out somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was the wildest. Makes six wonder or how seven. they even got it there with the axle. I don't know. Right. Like, I, I you know whether now and or did it get caught? That's funny. Did it get caught on the ledge? Of the, of of the drop Around, off yep. on on the trailer, I don't know, you know, God. yeah. But that truck pulled a truck and a boat out with no wheels. On and don't you know the guy that was driving that truck? He was living a dream. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. He's like, yep, yeah, I can that's pull it the, out. That's the worst one. I've, that's the worst one I've ever seen. Hey, you little, can you get you a little know, help? He's yeah. mind pulling me out. Uh-huh. We've all uh, got the story. Oh, yeah. At least, that, you know, just forgetting to put the plug in the oh, boat yeah. or, you know, just oh, falling yeah. off the boat. Like, yep. right? Oh, yeah. But, yep. man, yep. to do something. Yep. To, to do something like that. I would love to see the interaction out. between a guy on the boat and a guy on the truck. Oh, it was ugly. After this happened. Oh, it was it was ugly the whole it, Dude, when the guy's swimming, I mean, the guy in the boat's like, <laughs> what? And you, you, you yeah. Know, he's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. It was there was obviously alcohol involved. Uh, had to be, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> had to be. Yeah, it was. It was. It was wild, and I, I filmed the whole thing. I stood right beside the console. And I filmed the. I filmed the whole. You still got that video? No, I don't. Oh. I, 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 I actually, I didn't. Not to name names, but I, I gave it to my producer uh-huh. at the time, Mike. <laughs> I think it was Mike. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't what know whatever. To it? Whatever happened. I mean, to that could have been. It, it, it's never showed up on Qualified Captain because that would be like, Man, like that one. That, would, that might that one, surprise. That one, yeah, yeah, that would have one, one surprises. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many times you forgot to put a boat plug in? I don't take mine out. That you never forgot one time in your life. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. How many times? Probably three. Three. Yeah. Twice. Twice, Twice for you. Twice. Yeah. It happened to me once. Uh huh. And uh, it was a hard lesson. 
it really sucks when you're walking down to the boat and your bilge pump's running. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. oh no, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> and 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 to be honest with you, two times, um, and this isn't this isn't their fault. Um, I had taken it to have routine maintenance done, and I, I, it must be something that that boat dealers do. They take the plug out and make sure that and. And so when I picked it up, I'm used to my plug being in. So you're blaming the boat dealer? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm saying it's not their fault. You didn't do a uh, I have a PTI a or inspection. PTI, yeah, yeah. yeah. pre-trip inspection. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's classic. No, yeah. I, me and a good friend of mine were in Matanzas a couple of years ago, and I've got a big uh, tracker center console aluminum boat that's got the bow fishing platform on the front and all. Yeah, we were flounder gigging, and. Uh, my bilge isn't automatic. It's manual. You have to turn it on. We put in the inlet. We fish for like an hour, just oh. up and down, going. And we're up on the deck, so we don't know anything. Right. We're up on it the is, elevated it is platform. Dark. Yeah. We step off, and I'm in water. You know, shin deep uh, water. Uh-oh. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> got to put the plug. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, we could reach down there and get it, turn the bilge on, and we were fine. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Learned the, that boat floats pretty well. Mm hmm. Boat float. Does, uh, um, does, so you've, uh, with the tracker, is that, do you, you have a flooring, a flora system in there? Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's a subfloor, right? So there's yeah. there's room between the floor yep. and the yeah. and, and right. the, the hole. Yeah. Yep. I had one time I didn't put the boat. I mean, me and Ed, my buddy Ed, were I think we we're going down to their uh, Bugs Island, Lake Kerr. It's a it's a lake right on the North Carolina Virginia border. So fired up, you know, we get there, you know, launching, you know, back me up and back in, yeah, let's go. And I'm sitting there waiting for Ed to park the truck and come down, and I all of a sudden I look behind me. <laughs> Like way behind me because my boat was a jet boat, jet uh, outboard. Uh-huh. So you yeah, yeah. you know you're driving from the front center, you know, the front casting deck. And I look back, and I've been sitting there for five minutes or so, and it's just you know, and I don't have it like yours. I don't have an automatic bilge on that, mm-hmm. and I'm up on the front casting deck like you were. Okay, so you don't oblivious, not yeah, yeah. totally oblivious. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I look back, and half the boat is like almost sunk. You know, it's like oh. three inches of freeboard, maybe. Get the trailer in. And I'm like, hey, back the trailer. You know, and slam it, you know, and, oh, and yeah. forward and just start circling until he can get the trailer backed up, trying to get the water out, you know, and slam it up on the trailer. And we pulled it out and had to sit there for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Let it go. drain, yeah. you know. And that was it, man. That's all it took for me. So from then on, I do the old tree pre-trip inspection, right. you know, to make sure that we, I got we're a laughing plug about in. it. But y'all guys preach it, man. Like you got to be smart. Oh you yeah, just gotta you got to pay attention. Yeah, it's 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 it's, pay it's attention. easy to forget. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the biggest thing I always take your time. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's you don't. Don't get in a yeah, hurry. Yeah, it's better to be in a hurry, and it's funner that way sometimes. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Got to be let's, the first one there. Let's go talk to Brother Dave. He's got back, a boat ramp story for now, us. Bubba. Morning, Brother Dave. Hey, fellas, what's happening? Morning, buddy. Morning. How are you guys doing? Doing Pretty good. Day. Doing good. Doing good. Wish I was in a stand this morning. Yes, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, Brother Dave, I, I was looking at the app on my phone, and uh, up there in middle Georgia, south central Georgia, I think the temperature was in the low 50s. Yeah, I bet. Mm. I bet. It was pretty pretty mm. day to be sitting. So I got a boat ramp story from back in the day. Back in the early 80s, I used to fish a lot down in central Florida for trophy bass with shiners down in Orange Lake, like Lake Lockloosa. And I used to show pictures to guys I worked with all the time. <clears throat> so one of the guys I worked with said, I want to go down there and catch one of them big bass. I said, all right, I'll take you. 
So I took him down there. He didn't have a lot of experience fishing. So we used to launch a boat in Cross Creek right next to the Earling restaurant, a little short, steep ramp, uh-huh. concrete ramp, but it was short. And all them big bass boats, when they put their boats on the trailer, they'd sit there and gas it, you know, and they'd blow a big hole out on the end of the concrete. Deck. That's right. Uh-huh. So I told my buddy, because I was in the boat, and he was going to back me down. He didn't have a lot of experience backing trailers. I'm like, so I got it all straight for him. I said, I'm going to get in the boat, just back it straight up. And I said, now, I told him, I said, this ramp is short. There's a hole on the end of the concrete. Don't drop the tires off the concrete. Okay, okay. So I'm in the bow of the boat. That's my old bomber bass boat back in the 80s. What kind of a boat? So It's a, one of them old bomber-style bass boats. Bomber. You know, bomber-style bass. Bomber. I know, what, what is that? Bomber-style bass boat. Just brand. Yeah. Um, it's okay, like brand. Dry hull, front on. It's like what the old bass guys do. Right. Okay, yep, yep, yep. What, what do you so got anyway. on the back of that thing? Uh, I think it was like a 90 or Which, something. What did she, she run? How fast? Yeah. Probably 35 or something <laughs> like that. Which is Not perfect. Yeah. yeah. Fast. <laughs> fast enough. So anyways, I'm backing up, or he's backing me down, and I see the wheels just about getting to the edge of the concrete there, and I said, stop. And he kept coming, kept coming. Next thing I know, the, t- the wheels fall off the, mm-hmm. the concrete. Now the boat's floating. Uh-oh. And I'm off the trailer, and I said, stop, stop, stop. Don't go anywhere. I said, I'm going to have to reach down, lift this trailer up when you pull forward so you don't tear me up here. Uh, oh, no. What? Next thing I know, he puts it in drive and takes it. Now, the spring, where my springs mount to the bottom of the trailer are past the concrete edge. <sighs> so he goes to pull out and scrapes my whole axle springs and everything off and drives out with just the flat part of the trail. Oh. <laughs> now my wheels and my springs and everything are in the creek. <laughs> I'm going, what the what? You know? What do you do? Uh, what do we do now? So I ended up having to leave my boat down. We went fishing. <laughs> no, you oh, did not. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what else we got? Gold hey, star for here. Brother Day. Or we went fishing, I had to go swimming and drag all my crap out of the creek and set it up there on the bank. So we went fishing, and then we came back that afternoon. I went and talked to the lady there at Rand Arena there, and I said, can I leave my boat here for a week? I got to get some parts. <laughs> I had to go back down there the following weekend with all the U-bolts and everything to build, rebuild my trailer in their parking lot in order to get my boat up. Oh, uh, my gosh. Well, the question is, how did, did you get any out? fish? Yeah, did you catch any fish? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of them trips where you just said, yep. I should have stayed my yeah, Exactly. Now, um, how in the hell did you get that out? The stuff that was in the water? Carried it. Went swimming and picked I, it up. I mean, the, 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 that ain't that ain't light. I mean, you're talking about an oh, axle light, and springs and tires. Once you get the wheels up on the concrete, it'll roll. Those <laughs> 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 no, things underwater are a little lighter. Yeah, so. but still. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious! It was a pain, but yeah, that was my boat ramp story from the day. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. I've always wondered, <laughs> you know, when they build boat ramps, you know, mm-hmm. why don't they make them go a little longer, and then and then maybe put some rocks, yeah, up off the end of it. You know, yeah, where you don't have that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 know, I know we need to take a break, but uh, several years ago, um, well, we did, did, 
at, at the Volano ramp um, at, at a lower tide, uh, we all kept hitting something. And, we, you know, all the charter captains were talking. The and motors our, of your boats? Mo- yeah, yeah our something? props were hitting something. And by the way, when, our, when we'd get up and look at it, our props would be green. We're like, what the hell? So we finally somebody called FWC and they dove it and it was a van down there. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I remember that story. You remember that story? I do. Yeah. Seems like the steeper the, the steeper the ramp, the worse it. Gets. Oh yeah. Was there any bodies in the van? I, no, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't believe so. I think somebody. They said somebody's trying to get rid of it. <laughs> That's drove, a pretty good way to do they it. They drove it off the floor. Wonder how long it would take a vehicle to rust. In this water, not long, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah not long. Hmm. Okay, we got to go. We got a break. Right, this is Thanks, buddy. Have Thank you, brother day. Dave. See you. See you. <laughs> All right, uh, 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And we come back, a ring power cat tip of the week. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the most dependable fleet in the industry. All you need to do is go to ringpower.com to find the piece of equipment that you need for the job to get it done right. Ringpower.com. This week's tip, or actually, uh, it's not really a tip, it's kind of a trivia Trivia little questionnaire here, right? Oh, well, yeah. Um, and, and, and the 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 tip is, and we were talking about this on the forecast show. We should all do more with with tagging fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chip Wingo does um, a lot. He tags a lot of redfish, you know. And uh, he he sent in the picture um, of of where to go, and, and it's the uh, it's the, the the total package of of how to do it. And they send you the tags and everything. But yeah, so. You want a little redfish trivia for for you and Chris uh, oh, on, a, oh, on a tagged oh, fish. On. So we, oh, we bring it, but real, uh-huh. uh, real quick, uh-huh. the uh, this gray fish tag research. Uh-huh. If somebody's interested in doing this, yep. Um, go to grayfishtagresearch.org. Yep, to find out more information. If you want to be someone who can tag and release fish, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um. They have uh, you tag the fish, fill out a registration, measure total length of the fish with a pinched tail, uh, ensure a healthy release, have fun, and take a lot of photos. Uh, again, if you want to tag fish, check it out. It's a, a grayfishtagresearch.org. So, what's the what's the trivia? So, test so here's here? for for you and Chris because Rick's not eligible because he cheated and listened to the forecast show. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Cheater. So I yeah. know the answer. Yeah. Cheater. Yeah. All right, so it's me versus Chris. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. So a good buddy of mine, this John, is fair. with Circle K, uh, yeah, he fishes basically St. Simon's Island. Okay. And he tags redfish. Okay. All okay, right. so St. Simon's Island is in Georgia. Georgia. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Just yep. a little past the state line. Yep. So he caught this fish on 8-14-2022. 8-14-2022. was recaptured 9-6, September 6, 2023, which is 388 days. Okay. Right. 388 days, this this fig. This Jeff, fish. that's a little more than a year. Right, right. Okay, so okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to give you the length of the fish when he caught it. Okay. It was 13 and a half inches. Okay. A little dink. Yeah, a little dink. Right, right. 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 In, in a year, uh-huh. basically, let's just say a year, right? Okay. In uh-huh. a year, Jeff. How far did that fish travel? 
in a year? How far did it travel? Um, I will say, are you looking for miles? Yes. I'll say, so from where it was tagged to where it was caught. Yes. I'll say 50 miles. Chris? I'll say 51 miles. <laughs> you guys, pretty good. 55. Yeah. Hey, I win. Yeah. It, it, it was caught in St. Augustine. Really? It was caught in St. Wow. Augustine. That's cool. All right. Here's your next trivia question. Okay. Ah, crap. This one's really interesting. How big did too. the fish get? Yeah. It That's was 13, 13 and a half inches yeah. in a year. Uh-huh. How big was this redfish? Uh, Chris, you you get to go first. All I right, went that's first fair. on the other one. That's yep. fair. Oh, man, I'm going to suck at this. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I'm going to say uh, 13 inches. Carry the seven. Uh, <laughs> by two. I'm going to say Give us a guess. 22 yeah. inches. 22. Hmm. Um, how how big was it when it's caught? Thirteen, 13 and, and, a and a half. I'm gonna double it. So you, but he went twenty two. I went twenty two. Twenty two and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it was twenty four inches. Yeah. Hey, I, I didn't it was do too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tw- tw- twenty twenty four inches. I, I and I, I've so that's awesome. For, for, isn't that cool? In a year. That, in, mm-hmm. in a year. That's 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 really cool. Um, and, and that's why I thought, you know what, I'm gonna start. I want to get this. I'm going to start tagging some redfish and stuff. But from from what we from from what we've been told over the years is that rat reds don't move very far from their home. Mm-hmm. We've I mean we've we, literally a lot of people said two miles, including scientists. I mean yeah. they don't go that far. Mm-hmm. Well, this fish at, at a year and thirteen and a half inches went went fifty five miles to the south. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So and and then I remember went, when uh, and, and they used to tell us that they when they were when they were young, they would grow two inches a month. Well, obviously, it's not two inches a month. I mean, yeah, I feel, yeah. see. I remember the data that Kirk was always sharing mm-hmm. with us from the South Carolina, which they would always have been on the cutting edge of research yes. for redfish. Absolutely, the South Carolina Department of Resources or whatever right. their right. arm is called. And that they've done a lot of research on redfish in particular and had most, I mean, they were kind of on the cutting edge yep. of research with the redfish. And I remember us talking about that. That's why I was going to say it grew twice as, right. as much or doubled in size right. at that age. They grow so fast. Yep. That's cool, though. It was it was way cool. Yeah. I, I, hey, do I, we have thank a tie, you, John, for sending that to me. a tiebreaker question? A tiebreaker question? You got any, question? anything oh, out of that? Okay, hang on, hold on. Let me see here. Um... So it, the, it was caught with hook and hook yep, in line yep. both times. Yep, yep, yep. Both times it was. Uh, um, it, That's pretty cool how they do that. Yep. Any anything else a tiebreaker? So okay, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you this. Okay. The guy who caught it, mm-hmm. did he pull the tag or did he eat the fish? Mm. St. John's County, St. Augustine. He ate it. Chris. I'll say he pulled it. No, he ate it. (laughs) (laughs) See, if it had been somebody from Duval, he didn't get the tag. Yeah, yeah. If they'd been from Duval, they would have ate the tag, too. (laughs) Tag soup, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's what you're supposed to do. That's right. Uh, That's good stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Hey, um, on our Facebook page, real quick, before we, we go back to the phone lines, we posted the picture of that boat mm-hmm. 
that was taken out of the Volano boat ramp that, was, you can tell, was a derelict vessel that was way too big for the trailer. Go to our Facebook page, check it out. Well, um, we posted that and put this up, said, so how would you move this as a question, you know, with this boat on this trailer that is obviously very too small, very, very small. And there were a lot of great answers, okay? But we've got a winner, and that's Kevin Pickett. Uh-huh. Kevin Pickett said this. First, I'd get some gas, then a few Roman candles, <laughs> because why not? Next, I'm going to get orange cones to set a perimeter. Safety first. Now it's time for the show. I think I'd be in the mood for some Lee Greenwood while we start moving this piece of history. That is classic. Well done. Well done. Kevin Pickett is a winner. Well done, Kevin. Oh. My goodness. I'm watching the video for the first time right now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's classic. Oh, it's yeah. got me, got me teared up. I'm just laughing. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of thought in that too. All right, good um, style. Did you guys know that Atlantic Coast Marine is a major sponsor of a tournament for Young Life? Yes. And did it's you? Almost, it's basically a triple challenge. Yeah, which yeah, is you cool. know, it's crazy. I I tried to get Brett Cannon on to help talk about this tournament. Well, just go talk to Abby. I know, but he's <laughs> he, he, he said no. I get a I get a phone call out of the blue. Uh-huh. Hey, uh huh. Hey, you know, we're looking to see if we can. Talk about this tournament information. I said, uh, who, who? Brett can I said, tell Brett to call me. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So I was laughing. So I then I was texting Brett. I said, man, I said, I can't believe you're, you're having other people do your work. I mean, uh-huh. why don't you come on the show and talk about a tournament? So anyway, uh, we have Abby on. Yes, we and do. And Abby is so much better on the air than Brett Cannon anyway, so it's a good thing. Uh, it, 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 we'll bring up Abby, but here's the deal. Even when we do live remotes, at Atlantic Coast Marine, uh-huh. Brett won't even sit in. He, I know. He has somebody else sit he, in, he Sarah is, or somebody. He is totally microphone yes. shy. Yes, he is. He's allergic. He's allergic. Anyway, good, let's go talk morning, to Abby. Abby. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to give him a hard time and try and get him on here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That yeah. ain't happening. No. No, he's. We'd rather a, have you. He's, yeah, exactly. He's been a, a major sponsor of this show for probably twenty years, and uh, no, no, no show on the air. No, he's not going to do it. Never joined you. No. Wow. No. I mean, every now and again, he'll sit in for five minutes with us when he has a remote. <laughs> uh huh. You know, but it's you know, it's that's like pulling teeth. Yes. Totally. To get him to come teeth. on. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's great. Well, he's doing a ton, and we're very excited and thankful for Atlantic Coast Marine. And him and Trina have, you know, taught us a lot in this planning process. And so <laughs> I can't sing their praises enough. Yeah, it's um, it's not easy putting on a tournament. No, I've learned quite a bit <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, my my wife and I did a surf fishing tournament for I don't know four or five years, and it was just amazing. What 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 you have to do to please people? <laughs> so. Yeah, the specific questions I get yes. are impressive. <laughs> yes, a- absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, well, we're exactly two weeks out, so nice. I'm really excited. Yeah, yep. You um, tell tell people about the tournament. It's it's basically a triple challenge tournament in in yes. inshore tournament. Yep, triple challenge redfish trout and flounder 
And it's going to be, the weigh-in's going to be at Palm Fish Camp. Okay. And it'll be a live fish weigh-in. We'll be there all day. So you can come weigh in a fish and head back out. Um, and we are up for grabs for the Grand Slam prize. So the heaviest cumulatively of all three of those fish um, is the boat from Atlantic Coast Marine, the 2024 Carolina Skiff 16, JLS-16. Um, with a 60-horsepower Yamaha nice. and a Magic Tilt trailer. Um, it's a great prize. And you know, like, that's a great boat. Definitely yeah, it's, my it's, ideal boat. It's, it's a great boat. Maybe that's where like, I got that Magic Tilt trailer from. So. <laughs> it probably did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, that is a fishing machine yeah, absolutely boat. Absolutely great We in, talked about yeah, that yes, many times. Yes, yeah, absolutely great inshore boat. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, so... And because we're a new tournament, I mean, I think the chances of getting this boat are better. You know, we're not we're not going to have 600 boats. So we're really hoping and shooting for a few more registrations in the next two weeks. Yep. Um, and I'm really excited. And we're kicking off the weekend with a party at Atlantic Coast, or sorry, confusing all of my A names, at Atlantic Beach Barbecue. Okay. And um, that's going to be on Thursday night. That's open to the fishermen as well as non-anglers. Absolutely. We're going to have live music, um, delicious food, a great silent auction with tons of like local amazing stuff, including the Nisara Costa Rica trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some really fun stuff for that. So even non-anglers um, are welcome to join for that. They can just buy a ticket to the party. Yeah. So... The grand prize, which is uh, redfish, trout, and flounder, you have to have all mm-hmm. three to be able to get in that category, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So you can't have like a 10-pound trout and a 4-pound redfish and have 14 pounds and get into the triple fish. You have to You have to catch all three. Yes. Okay. Three fish will always be the two. Two fish. Okay, good. I love that rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, it, because but, if, it, but if nobody has three, then your two fish could win. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to you have to have. Don't get complicated. <laughs> <laughs> if we only caught one fish, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So we did it last year by length, and we had several boats catch um, the triple. So I'm really excited um, to see how it looks this year. So, so, so here it's weights. Okay, mm-hmm, you remember? Yep. And so you remember the walleye tournament that oh was so boy. controversial? We have fish and weights. No, we have weights and fish. Or weights and fish. <laughs> so well, if you had a tournament that was length only, how would you cheat? Stomp on it? I, I mean, <laughs> stretch it. <laughs> here, you hold the mouth. I'm going to pull the tail. <laughs> no. You know, we uh, had our we had our own rulers for that one. Yeah, like printed with Young Life on them. Right. Because we had heard um, that cheating had happened, depending yeah. on if you did oh, have. Oh yeah, oh, there, oh, there's, yeah. there's plenty of scumbags out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Abby, here here's the other thing. When I used to fish, I used to fish a lot of the triple challenge tournaments, um, mm-hmm. and we had to weigh the fish in live. You got penalized if the fish was mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're doing. For okay, this awesome. There you, there you well. go. Yep. Yeah, so, Brett, so that, that keeps a lot of cheating. Brett about it. Yeah, he said that's our livelihood. We need fish to be alive. Right. 
Right. So I like it. I and you know because it's a triple challenge, that's a lot of fish. So I'm excited. Yep. To have a live fish. Well, in. Uh, Abby, we have we have put this uh, your flyer. Uh, we have put it up on our Facebook and our Instagram page. So if people want to get all the information about the 2023 Young Life Triple Challenge, they can go to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and they can take a look at your flyer. And on that flyer is all of the contact information to be a part mm-hmm. uh, of the tournament. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Perfect. St- Thank you guys so much. Absolutely, Abby. We'll, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Sounds great. Okay. Have a great weekend. All right, and uh, we're long overdue for a yes, break. Yes, we are. And uh, if you'd like to join in, 904-641-1010. We got a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Uh, you did that one, right? Me? You no. Do, you cooking tip? That's what you're going to uh, Me? Oh, Kirk did are, are you, Is he not calling in today? I guess not. He's, he's, did he party too much? He, it's well, well, here's the thing. You'd hold the phone, and then the cowbell would go off, and you'd hear the pom-pom rattle. Yeah. It just wouldn't be a good but call. But when we come back, I want to talk a little hunting with Rick, because I know you got a schedule yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. We want to nice. find out what's on, on going tap iguana, for you. Kicking <laughs> <laughs> off with iguanas. And Good you're job. listening again to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Great song. So did you uh, did you happen to go by your old dock that C&H redid for you while um, you were fishing? Yeah, we went by it. <laughs> okay. Went by it. And uh, there's a jet ski there. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you didn't do that to us, did you? Oh. Did he have a Ford? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, no. Oh, that had to sting, man. Yeah. yeah I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, see, but but at least see, the dock is still beautiful. Yeah, C&H Marine did all that beautiful know, work for a jet ski. And then yeah. soil it by putting a jet ski yeah. there. Yeah, a jet ski oh, there. No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I'm surprised you told us that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> we, we uh, you know, the one thing that I will recommend to people, first of all, the uh, shrimp run is is great oh okay and uh people catching a lot of shrimp at all the usual spots so mm-hmm. and there's some good ones okay i mean good ones. that's a good report i haven't heard i haven't, heard, thing, I haven't yeah. heard anything that's yes uh so and then with all the shrimp being in the river there's a lot of fish mm-hmm. and the, the one thing that i will recommend first of all the shrimp on the jig head trick is great okay there's a lot of mangrove snapper mm-hmm. there's a lot of trout good trout and what's the best way to catch them is, man, if you just either use your GPS-enabled trolling motor to anchor or if you power pole up tide of a dock, float rig, equalizer cork, couple feet of four carbon our, leader. Our, our tip from last week. But under the docks. Yeah. I mean, tremendous. Wow. Tremendous did bite you, of did, trout. Did you keep any? No, we let them all go. Okay. We yeah. let them all go. Um but had a uh, some really nice croakers. Wow, really nice croakers, really nice croakers. Um, mangroves that were just a little bit short. Yep, a couple of short sheep's head, a couple of short reds. But the trout was they wow. were the nice ones. Sounds like a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. We had a lot of fun. Had a little bit of a hard time catching the shrimp. You know, whose whose boat did you take? Tom's. Tom's. Okay. Yeah. Tom is now my huckleberry. Oh yeah, because he's on the water now mm. with a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So when I get the my new best friend, yeah. So between Chris and Tom, you know Kirby Co, I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Rick, where are you going hunting this year besides uh, Osceola today? 
Oh, man. So um, a couple of the usual spots this year, and we were kind of talking about it. It's it's one of those uh, years where my, my hunting is going to be a lot of – it's going to be fast and furious, man. A lot of short trips, get it in when I can. Uh, kids softball and, you know, work, all that good stuff. But I got a few things planned. We're going to um, – I'll, I'll piece a few hunts together here in Florida over the next month and then try to get up to Kentucky toward the end of October. Um, I've got a – God, that's a beautiful place. Uh, it man, is. It's gorgeous. Uh, what county hunt, do you hunt up there? We hunt Trigg County, southwest Kentucky. Is that public so, land? It, it, it's public land. Okay. Um, and no secret there, we hunt land between the lakes, nas- uh, National Forest there. Yeah. It's a huge 200,000-acre you know, piece of yeah. land. A lot of people know it, but it's a really cool, unique place, man. Some of the prettiest – timber like just huge huge long ridge systems with the big white oak trees that you can see forever right uh, they um, got they got some giant there's deer some big deer in up kentucky there. yeah. there's some big deer up there um and we love the place we can't right there on on the the forest so you know you're just a few minutes away from where you know where you're gonna hunt and how do you stay clean like shower there's a there's a bathhouse okay on the campground nice. um a really nice campground yeah they we actually rent a cabin on the campground, mm-hmm. and when I say cabin, it's just one of the portable shed buildings that they've got some bunk beds in and a window unit, and you know a bathhouse in walking distance. It's everything. You what do they charge you for that? Uh, like sixty five bucks a night. For no kidding. The cabin. Perfect. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you divide that up between a couple of dudes. And yeah. Like it's it's nothing. You know, plenty of room. Earplugs. Yeah, but depending on depending on who's going. I'm not much of a snore, but sometimes like we've got some in there. Dude, it's bad. I'll just go sleep in the truck. Um, I've this, done that before too. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this trip. One of the guys I grew up hunting with uh, in Alabama. Um, I mean, we we chased him all over the place, and then he had some really bad back problems over the past. I mean, it's taken him a while to get over it, and he just has had kind of given up hunting. But now his son's getting, you know, mm-hmm. up Interested. in the age where, yep. where he's wanting to, so it's got him back into it. And uh, I mean, he lives the dream. He lives on 240 acres of prime hunting land there in Alabama, so he's never really right gone and done the public land thing. So we're fixing to um, break him in on that one. I'm on excited. his land, yeah, heck yeah. yeah. And so, then, how many years have you been doing that, man? I actually went on my first public land trip, and that was the Missouri. Um, I was thinking about that this morning, like 19, 20 years ago. Okay, so in, in those 19 to 20 years, um, do you see a lot of people? I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's got, it's, it's turned into one of those things. Like I don't even worry about it anymore. Really? I mean, I've, I've hunted some hunting clubs throughout too, where there's yeah way more people on the hunting club that you have to worry about. Right. Than, right. than some of these places, um, I, I typically like my one of my kind of rules is I don't hunt on public land during a rifle season. Right. I just don't. Right. You, you might right. not be close to somebody, but you don't have to be super close. Right. I will hunt in some um, primitive weapon seasons. Right. Um, but I, I don't do it during during general right. gun. Anywhere. What what kind of stand are you packing in? I carry I like today. You're going saddle. to Osceola, right? I hunt out of a tree saddle. Tree saddle. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, he talked about I mean, it when he was I'm on. telling you, man, a- a- every show that I watch on YouTube, everybody that I've talked to that hunts public land, and I, and I, they're all using tree saddles. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, too, as a, as a private land hunter. If I had a farm, if I was hunting my own farm like yours, um, I used to be big into the lock-ons, right? Just yep. hang the lock-on in the spot. Um, I've turned several people on to set your sticks, but use the saddle. And and even st- stand in the lock on, but use the saddle. It is so much more comfortable than sitting on that lock on seat huh. for three hours. Your lower back gets hurt, and this yeah. one you can get as comfortable as you want. I I, I got to try it. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. I mean, what does it cost? 
Um, a, they can get expensive. They can get expensive. I mean, anywhere from $150 to $300, depending on, you know, the, the name brand and all that. I, I actually wear one that a, a guy here in Jacksonville makes. Um, and, you know, it's pretty reasonable. It's between yeah. $150, $200. Um, but, but, you know, to get the whole kit, because, right, you got to have a climbing method, You got which are the little short, compact sticks. You got to uh, have a foot platform for yep. when you get to climbing height. I mean, you can spend and, and a you're bunch hooked of money. from the ground until you get up completely to the top. If you're doing it, for, if you're doing it the right way, it, it, you know you don't have a lifeline, um, but you're you got a lineman belt on the whole entire yep. way. And then before your lineman belt comes off, you're you're tethering off to the tree with right. just like a like you would with a safety harness. Right, and, and it's designed to keep you from falling. Right, right? not just to stop you if you fall. And and I know probably one of your questions would be, you know, you're six six, two forty. I've got um, a, 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 I'm actually uh, down on Slender 233. Okay, I'm sorry. You did coming in here this yeah. morning. I threw a number out there, a redfish yeah. number, right? So, <laughs> but but my my point is is that I've got a buddy Herb, um, who's six nine three hundred. He's a, he's a very big man, big fella, and and he hunts public land in Illinois, mm-hmm. and he hunts out of a saddle. Yep. And mm-hmm. he said, Kevin, he said it's the most comfortable thing. So I That's I ain't crazy. gonna buy one. Because I would love to be what, able what to. What brands be, are out there? Uh, there's a lot. So yeah. the, the biggest one that, that that really kind of put it on the map here, seven eight years ago, is a company called Tethered, T E T H R D. Yeah, Tethered, um, and they're they're great. Um, I, I've actually met um, the owner that got a crazy story. I was hunting Kentucky, piece of public land, had walked out to my truck to you know midday break, still had the saddle around my waist. I'm trying to take a leak around the side of the truck, and I, I hear a, a truck come by me and slow down. I'm like, what are they doing? Why is they checking me out while I'm using <laughs> yeah, the bathroom right. here. <laughs> so I, I zip myself up real quick. I walk around the truck, and I hear this guy say, hey, man, what's that thing around your waist? And I look, and I – Oh, was my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was my first – Well, year. that was actually my uh, – <laughs> We are in Kentucky. We are in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's right. And hey, it was boy, my first you year saddle. Yeah. I was wearing a tethered saddle uh-huh. at the time, and I'd been watching all of their videos trying to learn about it and i immediately recognized this guy as the owner of tethered and so we yeah. had a conversation right there on the side of the road and at land between the lakes and right. uh talked about it but there's tethered there's a company called latitude outdoors that makes some really good stuff um i gotta try one they're unbelievable so, uh, the, how from 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 the bottom of the tree you find the right tree yep. to, until until you get up there and and get settled in how long with it without getting in a crazy without hurry. getting a crazy hurry yep. 10 minutes see I hung a new stand on uh, on 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 Wednesday morning. Millennium, I mean, hang on stand, twenty foot ladder. Dude, it was an hour and a half by, by myself to set it right, up. Right. To set it up. I no, mean, this it, is... I, I don't I don't understand how those guys go in at four a.m. and set up hang on stands with with cameraman and everything else. It, that's that, that's crazy. work, man. Yeah, I mean, that's just And you know, you're saying you get set up in 10 minutes? I, yeah. I can be in the tree no different than a climber from the time I set my backpack so down. So anyway, you're you're, you're you're talking about but it, but is everything already set up? No, I, I put it up as I you're go. You're putting it so you're walking in cold. You don't you have all the stuff with you. With me. Yeah, most and of the, the time. It only takes you 10 minutes to get everything set up and then be in be the ready stand to hunt. That's, be ready to that's hunt. fast. I yeah. carry some camera gear sometimes, and yeah. so that takes a few minutes later to yep. get the, the yeah, camera yeah. arm on. But I can be. What do you use for climbing sticks? Um, I tethered makes a set. They're like um, twenty inch sticks. Um, they weigh about two pounds a piece, and I only carry two of them with me. But I also carry what they call an aider, right? So it's um, 
looks like it's made out of thick nylon, like ratchet strap material, but it's got a step on. Right, okay, okay, steps. okay, yeah. So it effectively turns one stick that's got two steps on it right at the top and a bottom. Uh-huh. Now it adds three additional steps to it, and it only weighs like half a pound. So I can just I put my stick up as high as I can reach, attach that aider to it, climb up the aider, move, set my next stick as high as I can reach, add the aider to that one, climb up it, and then, boom, set my platform. I can be um, with two sticks and my platform, I can get to like 21 feet high. Wow. I'm using well, I don't want to be that high. Yeah. No, most of the time, most of the time, I'm between 15 and 18 feet. Right. Yeah. Um, there's very few, a few times that I get way higher than that. Maybe you know, if I'm sitting on the side of a a hill and the, I'm expecting the deer to come over the hill or something to be eye level. So I'm you're trying, trying to get a but, but you have to be behind the tree. Yeah. You, I mean, because you're, you're, you're set so up behind low. the tree, which is is a big like I think it's a big bonus because yeah. it's a- added cover. If yeah. you're setting up and you're expecting the deer to come from one way, right. The right size tree. I mean, you can you can get behind that thing, and as they're moving, you can kind of maneuver yourself around you, the tree the entire. Can you way. send me the link? Absolutely, to, the, to, the, to up, yeah. all the things that you're talking for about, sure. because I mean, I would love yeah. to maybe do that for a gear tip next week. Yeah, uh, and also, I'm interested in buying. They're that. really cool, man. Yeah. I'll send you a couple of links to the different brands that that I, I think are are probably some of the best out there. Um, I mean. And they just keep advancing the stuff. Oh, I bet they do. They just keep yeah. advancing. Somebody, that Latitude company, they're making the climbing sticks out of carbon fiber now. Mm-hmm. Way less Lighter. than a pound. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. Like that'd, be cool. that'd be cool. And that'd be cool you, something it, different. As tall as you I, are, I, you could carry three of those sticks right. yeah. and, and get as, as high as you absolutely need yeah, to. I, I'm, I'm with you. There's, there's places in the swamp. Yeah. That I'd love to just go in in the morning. Yeah. And just, just hang a stand. Hang a stand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, do something, go somewhere different. It's super versatile too, man. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's super versatile. Yeah. I, a lot of times, I won't find a tree, and I'll just use it. I'll just sit on the ground, find a bush, right? Maybe want to sit there for a little bit, strap myself in. I've got a seat. I can still spin around the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, standing on the, the ground. The other question I had: Can you rifle hunt with that? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I'll send you some videos of some people that do. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I, I, that that's interesting. All right, uh, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to do a. Updated tides and weather, and a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week that relates to what we were just talking about a minute ago shrimp. Shrimp, nice. And we'll do that and more right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now to do a tides and a weather, and uh, tides brought to you by Angie Subs. A sub shop in Jacksonville, and if it's your birthday, you get a free sub. <laughs> it's not your birthday, then uh, get yourself a sub, and I will say order some French fries. Ask for them crispy. It's the best French fries on the planet. And you got keep, a tide? Keep them away from eggs. Uh, is there, is there, uh, yeah, I got, I got tides. Is there any other way to have a French fry besides crispy? People believe yeah. there is. Really? I don't yeah. Seriously? I, yeah. Yeah. And, and depending on where you go, you don't have a choice, and you get them soggy. I won't eat them. I know. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, no, no. What's yeah. worse, soggy fries or soggy tater tot? Oh, yeah, that's soggy still fries. soggy yeah, fries are worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm worse. with you. Man. Well, it, yeah, and it also depends on the size of the fry. If it's like a steak fry, that's terrible. Now let yeah. me ask you this. Here's another question <laughs> for you. What's better? Okay. A crispy French fry or a crispy fried tater tot? A crispy tater tot. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, a I'm, I'm a French guy, fry man. guy. So uh, that's, See, that's a tough one for me because I just quick story. Last night I'm on the way home, and I got to stop and get something to eat, and there's a little 
barbecue place on the way, and uh, and I've you know been told about it many times, and I haven't eaten there, and I said I'm going to go through the drive-through, mm-hmm. get a quick bite, get on the road, roll, quick bite. <laughs> Like 30, 35 minutes later. Whoops. Oh, no. I'm like four deep in the drive-thru. Oh, no. Get to the window, and I said, I'm going to order something simple. Right, I'm yeah. Like, Let me have a large barbecue sandwich, uh-huh. tater tots, and a half a pint of coleslaw. So she rings me up. I said, oh, give me a brownie, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, home, yeah, homemade yeah. brownie. He's like, and I got the corner piece. <laughs> nice. I was like, man, you get the corner piece on the brownie. <laughs> you know, you're living good, right? Yeah. So she hands me the brownie, and she says, and I was like four deep when I pulled up the drive-thru. She says, uh, uh, go ahead and uh, drive around. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, just drive around. We'll have it ready when you come back. And I well, said, you mean in the drive-thru? She goes, yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. I was four deep, and now I got to go back and go to the back of the line? Mm-hmm. So I did, you know? Yeah. A smile on my face. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I did. Pulled up to the window, and the lady said, can I help you? And I said, I just ordered a minute ago. You told me to drive around. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't take your name or anything? No, no. no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> just had a little receipt. Yeah. I had to wait another like five, five oh, six, seven no. minutes. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, the tater tots mm-hmm. were perfectly crispy. Okay. And I was like, right. you know what? It was worth the wait. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. Anyway, the tides. tides yes, the tides. Uh, it, you've got an incoming tide right now. Uh, high tide is uh, basically – 345, 4 o'clock, and it's it's about a 5.2, 5.3, and we've, we've we had some some winds yesterday, big time, north, northeast. So you may get a little flood uh, th- this afternoon, um, especially, I would think, closer to the inlets. It, I don't think it's going to be a, a, a great tide, but it might might get up there high enough that uh, that you can go, go flats fishing. All right, and a uh, weather report brought to you by? The best barbecue in Jacksonville, the Beard Pig. And uh, Captain Leon sent me a text. He always does when he's going to the Beard Pig. Hey, yes, he meet does. me for yeah. lunch or meet me for dinner. I'm like, dude, you got to give me a little advance notice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was there. I was there last week. It were was, you? That it's brisket, so good. That brisket it's was the fire. Br- it's the best brisket. Man, it was fire. And that's an so art good. to make yeah. brisket. I, I, I try to do it myself, but I'm like, why do I even try? I'll do a chuck roast, but if I want brisket, I go to the Bearded Pig. All right, today, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming northeast 5 to 10 in the afternoon. Tomorrow, absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. Southwest winds around 5 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Seas, 2 to 3 feet. No mention of rain at all during the day tomorrow. You have a very slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after midnight. So ga- ga- like ga- a, what, what's game day forecast? Perfect day. Yeah. Uh, game day forecast as far as the weather. I know a lot of people got a little hot this past game. But, yeah, uh, you think? You know, if you don't drink 50 <laughs> beers. <laughs> I was just talking about watching it. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, talking about a high of 90. Oof. Southwest winds 5 to 10. Ooh. Okay. And on the hourly forecast, mm-hmm. tomorrow at kickoff, looking at uh, about 88 degrees. 90-ish through the game. Uh, bring your water. You're allowed to bring one water, I believe, in every game, and they have refill stations around. Okay, I know cool. a lot of people complain about you know, the price of water. We'll bring your bottle, and then they got refill stations in there. Nice. Just a little tip. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's do a Kirby Co-Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co-Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. This week's tip comes from Captain Kirk, and it's a good one, okay, because there's nothing better to eat 
than peel and eat shrimp. No, I agree with that. And they have great deals going on with shrimp at different locations. And I will say, Safe Harbor Seafood might be the best place to buy shrimp. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm buying shrimp on, on my way up today. And, and I've told you guys this before. The, the little stand there on Lim Turner. Yeah, is it, it's it's these guys catch their own shrimp. They have their own their own boats. It, it is it is a great place. As fresh as it it's, comes it, to, right? Man, it's been there forever. Yeah, you know, and uh, great great people. So anyway, yeah, so, uh, Safe Harbor's got uh, uh, peeled head on, head off, and it's always fresh, frozen. Sometimes as well, Mayport Royal Reds. They got the jumbos, the large, the XLs, the twenty one, twenty five count. For me, I want the sixteen to twenty counts. Yep. I, I want. Right. I want to. And well, I did it this week, and uh, I take one can of beer in a pot. Okay, that's got a pretty good lid. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lid that's pretty tight. And then I dump a bunch of Old Bay in that beer, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, sample a little bit of the beer. Just make sure it's good. Absolutely. You know, when you pour it in. Bring that sh- uh, beer and Old Bay to a raging boil, and then you have your shrimp laid out. But here's the tip. Don't put the shrimp in the water when the shrimp are cold. Just lay them out on the counter for a minute to let them just to get to room temperature for a minute. Not like for hours, okay? As soon as No, as soon as they get to not cold or frozen, throw them in that raging boil mixture of beer and Old Bay. And then stir them around real quick, put the top back on, bring it back to a bowl again, stir them around real quick. Take it off That's the it. burner yep. and let it sit for about 30 seconds and then take them out and put them in a bowl. Mm-hmm. They'll continue to cook and steam mm-hmm. in their own shell. Mm-hmm. The biggest mistake most people make is overcooking shrimp. Yeah. Because you can overcook shrimp. Absolutely. And that's why I'm saying you do this this way and it's very easy to do. But uh, right now, shrimp is the way to go and the prices on shrimp are great. Yeah, I know. Right now because they're plentiful. And that's your Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so. And, and you said you had no problem catching shrimp. No. Huh. No. And uh, some really, I mean, like too big to put on a, a three-eighths ounce long shank jig head. Did you throw those aside? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, I put them aside. We didn't end up eating them. Right. But I'm just telling you, right. in the river right now, yep. if you've got a shrimp net. Right. Okay, with tape. Uh, in some places, you don't even need it. Right. Early in the mornings, those those shrimp are up in like five and six yeah. feet of water yeah, and yeah, even yeah. shallower. Right. But if you're throwing on the deep holes, you got to have tape on your net. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, how do I put tape on a net or how do I get a taped net? They're hard to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say that Ask Ask Strike Zone, I know they have a great selection of cast nets. Yep. Rusty at B&M, B&M always has some good shrimp nets. And at the very least, just take some duct tape mm-hmm. and tape it around eight to nine inches off of your lead line. But uh, tape on one side and then tape on the other side so it's it, sticking against each other. And, and I know I promote this net way too much, but I'm going to tell you again. It's the best net for shrimping, too. Exactly. The high tider, that yep. eight-footer high tider. And I don't even have tape on mine because it's, it's light lead. So whenever you throw it, it, doesn't, it, it the lead doesn't come together. It actually... It, it, it spreads out as it goes down. Um, I still have one with tape that I use for shrimping, yep. but I really don't need it. But that is and, – and the other thing about that high tide or eight-footer is it's very light. So whenever yep. you're shrimping, I don't know how many times you're throwing that net in, in a couple hours. Yeah, a lot. A lot yeah. you know? so, Where's you out? 
Yeah, it wears you out. On a heavy net with the high yeah. tighter. Yeah. But I've got like some dead nerve issues in my left shoulder, but still not a problem. Yeah, absolutely. With that high tighter. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we actually had, a, Tom had a little bit of a hard time getting the shrimp at first light and early in the morning. And then we ended up having to run to another place and then uh, ended up throwing the net like four or five times and loaded. Wow. I mean, loaded. That's great. Loaded live well. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. We're getting. 20 to 30 a throw. Oh, dang. You know? That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. I'd give. You know how much money I'd save over the year if I didn't have to buy live shrimp? Because they're like $6 a dozen now. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere from $5 to $6 a dozen. Mud minnows are up to $8 a dozen. And you know, like being, living in Mandarin and fishing the river a lot. Yeah. um, For us, it's it's a pain in the. But to just get live shrimp, we got to right. go all the way to Oh, Paul yeah, yeah, Valley yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, there's yeah. nowhere to buy them. No, you can't yep. buy it on a river. Right. No. no uh, the only way you're going to get it in the river is to go catch it. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, you got to have boat. You got to have shrimp net. You got to know where to go. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this, because I haven't done it out of the St. John's River that much, whatever. Does it make a mess? Uh, it depends on the place you go. Okay. I and mean, there are some places that you go that, I mean, you never even have to clean the boat after you're done. Okay. Yes, yeah, that clean. And then there's other places that I've so, been to. Muddy bottom. And oh, my God. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like right. five or six five-gallon buckets just to clean the boat up oh, to get yeah. to fishing. Yeah. You know, okay. so it just depends on the place. Got you. That makes sense. But, man, it was it was nice just throwing the net, you know, four or five times and be done. Yeah. I mean, when you have a hard time when you pull the net up and then you're trying to get the horn, mm-hmm. you know, to start, and then yeah. there's like six of them that are all jammed up in the in horn. That horn, yeah, that's good. You're just that's like, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good time coming. Yeah, that's that's, and, and you're right. If there's, you know, where there's bait, there's fish. fish I yeah. threw the net, and and here's the crazy thing: the first time I threw it, I missed. Well, I didn't. I didn't miss. I threw a good throw, but we we weren't in the spot. And I want to say I caught. Three dozen, what I call those white baits. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And they were like five, six inches long. Sure. Okay, literally moved from me to you, maybe with the boat, and then throw another four or five feet up farther and threw the net then. And that was when it was like 30 a throw. Wow. So, I mean, how can you go from all bait fish yeah. to move 10, 12 feet and it's 30 shrimp in a throw. Did you use any of the white baits? No. I mean, we had some in the live well because okay. we were hoping that if we. Yeah. Big trout or something. If we, well, or tarpon. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. ton of juvenile tarpon in the same Right, 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 right. Rick, thank you. Hey, man. Appreciate, appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. I can't man. wait to see the. Yeah, the, the saddle. Dan yeah. saddle Plum sling. Out there. Thingy. Well, Logs as usual at Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter also has some other fine sponsors. Wild West Guns and Gold, Kirby Co. Builders, Randy Marion Cadillac, Whalen Bay Marine, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Strike Zone, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, Standard Feed and Seed, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Don't forget about the date November 18th. Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Angie Sub, Consignment Boat Sales. Duck Duck Rooter, and of course the Nimnik family of dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. So we're going to look forward to the game tomorrow? Yeah. Looking forward to it. Me yep. too. Me New too. Ball. No black eyed peas. <laughs> That's right. Folks, remember anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. Now in the woods, so the water
lunch and every week there's always a tale to tell something crazy or silly or scary is happening or something just